Hey, this is Peter here with MyFSHD, and that was Yager with our MyFSHD theme music. Um, getting great reviews, loving it. Got to keep more of it coming. Maybe we'll ask him for, you know, spin out a few more for us, and we can kind of mix it up. And today I'm here with a very special guest, Dr. Takako Jones. Hi, everybody. <laughs> right, she is uh, the brains behind most of this operation. And um, she's going to be here today. We're going to be talking about mouse models and, and uh, animal models and you know, why we need to do them. But, yeah, you know, one, one of the, you know, just just so you, a lot of people don't know Takako very well. Um, you know, because you see me giving all the presentations and stuff and you hear me and stuff. And boy, she <laughs> she, she feels sorry for you. Um, she, she has to listen to me all the time. Uh, but she is the inventor of the Flex Dux 4 mouse model or FSHD like mouse model that yeah. we're going to be talking about today. Uh, other mouse models we're not going to be talking about. Yeah, we have a many. Yeah, yeah we have many. Um, and she is the inventor of the uh, diagnostic, the epigenetic research test that we, you know, feature through my FSHD. Yeah, it's a three years affair <laughs> <laughs> uh, to develop. And then, uh, yeah, we have been doing it for uh, 2000, since 2013, 14, yeah, oh, kind of well, started. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, start, started developing there, and I think it got matured in 2016-ish. Right, that's then, when we really yeah. realized what we, what we had, yeah, right. Yeah. And then, um, of course, we didn't officially do anything till mm -hmm. 2017 yeah, yeah. when we got to UNR, of course. <laughs> we don't believe the rumors. Um, <laughs> anyway, so so I'm not kidding when I say that she's, she's the brains behind this. You know, you've heard one, you know, we've, uh, you, you, Realize that my mode of what is it, modus operandi, whatever the way I do things is, I surround myself with really smart people, and then I get the credit. And they do the they Takako refers to us as a um, a pride of lions, right? Isn't that what you're telling me the other day? <laughs> yeah, you're the, the fluffy, good-looking male. <laughs> oh, that's lion. very nice. Yeah, that's very kind. <laughs> Always in a picture. Yeah, it's good. You know. Nothing yeah, well, you guys are buddy. <laughs> Good looking. No, no, that's not the point. I'm sorry. That's very, very she's she's biased, by the way. Um, now the point is that that the the females are doing all the work, right? Usually, yeah. That's right. Hunting. The hunting and then yeah, provide the food to the... Yeah, so that's how the lab's set up. We got uh, Takiko and and Kareez and, and Hannah and um, Andrea, Andrea, and, yeah, that's Monique right. And, yeah, Monique. And Taylor, oh, yeah. Taylor, that's right. Mariam, and then well, <laughs> Ning. No, yeah, Ning. I'm sorry, don't forget Ning. That's right. We're probably on. They're doing all the work. Um, and Ben. So I don't know. He kind of gets thrown in the mix now. So we got. Yeah, yeah. But we you know we have a, a great group, a great lab doing a lot of work. And uh, and even though that's I'm the I'm the face that you guys see in the voice typically. Anyway, so um, so today Taku is going to be talking about the the, the mouse models in mouse a bit. Mouse model, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but first, first though, you know, wanna you know, I, I always have to address something. I'm going to bring something up. Mm -hmm. You know, so we've had a few podcasts and we've had some feedback, mm -hmm. right? And um, yeah, not everybody's thrilled. I got to say, um, yeah, you know, there's always going to be haters. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember Dan Perez when we started my FSHD. You know, he said he said, "Man, you won't believe the hate you're going to get." <laughs> well, you know, and actually it's been pretty positive, but yeah, there's some, some, well, that's cool. I guess, you know, Tago knows this very well. I, I, I may come across as, as, as negative. All think? the way to them. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need 
to go that far and i'm a little extreme in my <laughs> yes. mood swings that's right but i don't look at it that way i actually just look at it that just very passionate about about research mm -hmm. and i think what people misunderstand and one of the things we're trying to do with all of this is one we are trying to educate people too, mm -hmm. right i mean we talk about the science um two we're trying to um you know it's well a little bit of entertainment i mean mm -hmm. true story i mean we could just lecture you about how to make a mouse model and you know the the solar system is made of nine planets or eight planets now or i don't know what happened to pluto mm -hmm. i don't know well, uh, whatever you know we're like wonder <laughs> years you know ben stein and the wonder years is what i picture and and so um but like no so we're going to tell you the journey because i think it's actually good to hear the journey because one of the questions that we get all the time as researchers is why is it taking so long and and the answer is one science is hard and two is that well you know there are a lot of ways to do it and not everybody is as helpful as they could be and it's somewhat shocking sometimes and again i don't want to you know we're not out there to, to to target anybody we just tell it how it is i wish that it was a story of rainbows and mm -hmm. and and flowers and stuff all the time you know we have a happy ending so far very close didn't um and but but that's okay you know I, but I was thinking about this and said, what am I trying to accomplish by sharing some of the behind the scenes stuff? Apart, you know, initially I'm just like, wow, you guys would be shocked at what it takes to get something done. Um, I don't talk, I mean, we, you know, we, we talk about science all the time. Um, I forget that not everyone's so interested. Uh, yeah. I remember we used to go to the gym on the elliptical yeah, machines. Yeah, we, yeah, discussing on the treadmill. <laughs> She's on the treadmill, I'm on an elliptical. Oh, well, no, yeah, I do yeah. treadmill. I try to do like oh, 10 yeah. minutes, you go half an yeah, hour. Yeah. Um, but uh she's in way better shape than i am um i'm just a heart attack waiting to happen right but <laughs> but uh we talk science all the time we have one car drive into work drive out of work spend we have offices next to you we talk always talking science so we obviously find it more interesting than most people but so what you know so we, we actually talk about what we find is interesting mm -hmm. i mean you know yeah. yeah but also accountability that's actually what i think it comes down to to me the reason that we're telling some of these stories, the reason we want to what we come across as critical um, and uh, is, uh, you know, or angry. Well, one, I mean, I come across angry because I am angry. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I'm serious. You know what we know. You, you know what? My question isn't you shouldn't be asking, why am I angry? And my question is, why aren't you angry? Not or you. is it because they don't know? Yeah, That's you know, scary. I mean, we, we want more than anything to have a cure for FSHD. We want to be able to provide free diagnostics for everyone with FSHD. We want to retire. You know, I mean, seriously, I don't, I, you know, some people think, oh, you don't want to cure the disease because that's your, your research, your job. There, there's 8,000 more diseases to work on. We got plenty to do. We want to cure it and move on. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm 53 and I want to be retired by 60, man. And actually now with Chip with this 2027, looks like maybe 58. <laughs> We're out of here, man. We're out of here. No more grad students. We're out yeah. of here. Yeah. Um, Cure and then retire. That sounds good. Yeah. Go fishing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm looking at it also. But when I get back to accountability, though, is that, you know, some of our experience is that, you know, there, there are some problems. And, you know, some every time we have to take a biopsy from someone, for example, I'm um, going to buy a muscle biopsy. That's that's actually not necessary. We're making cells. If you saw the FSHD 360, I talked about the Xenograph project we have. And we might talk on Xenograph. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we got to take some biopsy because we have to recreate cell lines that have already been created and are already there because of, um, you know, the, the actions of some uh, researchers in the field. And they're not being held accountable. And the foundations are not 
being accountable. They're, they're allowing them to do this. They continue to support these researchers. They continue to support those institutions. They don't use their power to do what's right. They actually, yeah, you know, whatever. And so, you know, sometimes just getting it out. And I don't know if I try to shame people into it or what, or, or the way people act with funding, the way people act with control, the way, and I, I just, to me, it's accountability that if you just kind of go with the flow, y'all don't know what's going on. You write your check and you, you, you show up um, and hopefully things get done, but you're wondering why it goes slow. Well, I think it could go a lot faster. I think we've been slowed down. In fact, I know for a fact, one of our favorite pharmaceutical companies had a project delayed for many months because they couldn't get access to cell lines that were already there because of the institute and the, and the person wanted to monetize them to such a degree that it stopped this, you know, this trial from proceeding, mm -hmm. you know, and, and so that is real time of a therapeutic not coming to clinic is delayed. And you know what, and, and nobody wanted to do anything about it. Everyone knows I bring it up. Everyone, everyone knows who it is. Everyone knows what happened and people choose to just sit on there and I just get sick of it. So yeah. I wonder why I uh, cannot rewrite MTA. MTA was really well. That's own, own your research or <laughs> own your product or clinical it's trial. It's just it's pure a, greed, yeah, it's, it's a just, very, very unusual. It is unadulterated yeah, greed. Yeah, I'm sorry, that's just what it comes down to. And yeah. and they could have been pressure anyway, whatever. And so it's just it's just frustrating. So when I bring up when we bring up some of these things and the stories, it's accountability. I feel like I, we don't have kids, but mm -hmm. I don't, and so I can't tell you how to raise kids. But I just imagine if your kid was never held accountable for their actions, they might turn out to be a pretty bad kid. You got to hold people accountable and people are just not being held accountable, in my opinion. And so we're just kind of talking about our real experience. These are just our experiences. There's highs and the lows and everything. So I'm sorry mm -hmm. if we come across as angry and negative. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm not sorry if we come across angry and negative. I'm sorry that people make me angry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for Takako because she, I do rant and rave. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, you're that. used to it. Have a big house, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stick me in the in-law suite. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, but today is good news. Today is a great story. Today, it's all, you know, today I want you to think um, Princess Bride. That's what I was thinking about. You, yeah. you know, so it's funny. Takio was always saying, she's, you know, I'm walking around the house and she's saying, who are you talking to? Who are you talking to now, right? Isn't that yeah, what yeah. <laughs> Little man, <laughs> my little man, right? And it's not what you think. Um, <laughs> sorry, my my invisible man, <laughs> or whatever. I'm always talking. I'm having conversations in my head all the time because I'm sorting stuff out. I don't know. I just can't. I just never shut that brain off. Yeah. I wake up in the middle. So of you night. made a, you got the good story today. Well, no, I was just yeah. thinking. I was just thinking. You know what? Today's actually a great. I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of my favorite movies is The Princess Bride. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that you're a big fan, but it's okay. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. 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 Yeah. I know she had to, you know, coming from Japan, um, she, she had some making up ground to make up on movies. Right? Yeah, yeah. You have to explain to me. What <laughs> <laughs> that mean is. <laughs> yeah, so we're talking, so so we got that, you know. So, um, but I'm thinking, you know, you see a lot of Princess Bride quotes in our stuff, and so, um, so this is very Princess Bride-ish. Um, you know, Your favorite. Yeah, of course, there's good guys and bad guys. Good guys win in the end. You know, yeah. we got uh, the fire swamp. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, just essentially, it's maybe it's worse than the fire swamp. Um, you know, long journey, you know, resurrection of the project from death. In other mm -hmm. words, and actually, I was, I was thinking about this, you know, a lot of people, you know, who, so who's who? Well, well, nobody, you're not Buttercup. Anyone who knows Buttercup knows that she is <laughs> not, not? You're, 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 Well, that's true. You actually, you would put Robin, 
um right pen to shame but uh, <laughs> but, uh, oh, but nice. conceptually you don't need to say trust me you don't need saving um maybe maybe the mouse is the fshd mouse will be buttercup mm-hmm. or the maybe. field i don't know yeah. well we'll sort of that. I, I don't know i'm i you know it's strange because you know so man, man in black of course but i think you're the man in black you put Carrie Elway as a shame as well. No, but, uh, <laughs> you're the man in black pursuit. Well, this dogged pursuit of of what you know of uh, you know uh, saving the mouse, making the mouse, saving the mouse. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be. I'm I'm clearly Indigo Montoya because that fits my personality, right? Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Holding a grudge forever, yeah. spending my yeah. life hunting down the, the six fingered man. We all know who the six fingered man is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, boy, and uh, you know, I am Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. You know, something like that. I'm Peter Jones. You killed our mouse, or you tried to kill our lab. Um, prepare to die. Oh boy, could I do this so many times? Um, wow, it's just <laughs> if you wouldn't if, if you wouldn't get arrested. Uh, uh, yeah, that's actually a pretty pretty useful phrase. Um, anyway, the six fingered man is, mm-hmm. is unfortunately still, still there picking. out there. Yeah, yeah well, screw him. But um, anyway, uh, you know, then of course there's everyone loves loves Fezzik. Andre, there, there's no nobody's Andre the Giant. I mean, I'm sorry, that's even even in when you imagine things. I mean, the dude's bigger than life. There's only yeah. one Andre the Giant, mm-hmm. and so no no nobody nobody's Fezzik. But uh, Vizini, we're gonna talk about Vizini for a while. Inconceivable. The, the Sicilian, <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. And thinks he's pretty damn smart when he's in, you know, and. Uh, and uh, boy, you know we'll we'll get to that. Well, this is part of the story. Um, and I unfortunately did not have any iocane powder with me, or we could have solved the problem right on the oh, spot. We're pretty healthy. Nobody well, can knock have, us off. Well, that's true. Nobody can. Knock <laughs> us. I'm probably immune to iocane. I'm indestructible. If anybody knows me and the <laughs> other things that have gone on, I'm pretty damn indestructible. Yeah. Um. Well, until I'm not. Um, yeah, so we got the Zuni, that's the pharma guy, right? That's gonna be the pharma guy that comes up in this. Mm-hmm. But the here the heroine, the I mean the the, 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 the you know, Jennifer, right? Oh, Jennifer yeah, is yeah. The, I, and again you got we're gonna talk about this later with Jennifer and um, Chris Carino. Yeah, Miracle Max. Right. One of them's Miracle Max <laughs> and one of them is Carol Kane's the witch. And I gotta tell you, um, they're both pretty good looking. Right? Jennifer's a knockout, right? There's no I don't want anyone to think you know to, to picture billy crystal <laughs> but she res she 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 brought the project back from life this yeah, is jennifer yeah, burgess yeah. so good, she's you know yeah. and you know and and uh with with the help of chris carino mm-hmm. and uh so let will just say they're a partner at yeah. the time partners um that resurrected the the dead project yeah so well, that's really good miracle max and uh and the witch but again don't 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 you know know what you know good good looking gang yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's maybe I'm the only one who cares about that. Mm-hmm. Key is the miracle. Yeah. Right. And then uh, what do we got? We have a Count Humper. Well, Count Humperdinck is not maybe necessarily a person, but but essentially maybe 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 a, 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 uh, you know the 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 what would you say the kingdom is being put at risk essentially for greed. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's kind of maybe entities that you could think yeah, of as yeah, some, kind of Count uh, Humperdinck-esque, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. But anyway, you know, Princess Bride, gotta check out the Princess Bride. Actually, if, you, if you're if you wondering about these all these quotes that we have and all of these <laughs> podcast things, you know, what the hell are they talking about? Go to the Princess Bride. I mean, I've got some other movies we'll knock up, but uh, yeah, Prince yeah. Big Lebowski or something yeah. sometimes. Anyway, I don't want to get into that. But the important thing is, mm-hmm. but you know, it's a, it's a happy ending. It's a good story because... You know, it was a journey. 
And and we ended up with a mouse model for FSHD, yeah. a preclinical model that is used throughout the world mm -hmm. that is freely available to everybody. Yeah. And and it was a harrowing journey to get there. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, it all worked out. Worked out. It all yeah. worked out in the yeah, end, yeah. right? It yeah, all worked out in the end. Yeah. So Peter Falk can uh <laughs> you know, smile. And it's not a kissing book, don't worry. Yeah. Um <laughs> But the, yeah, I think to start with, I don't remember exact conversation uh, why we decided to make mice, you know, FSH mouse model, but there was no good model There's out no there. There's no good model Yeah, there, right? but so, we are not mouse lab, you know. we never done mice. Yeah, we're, I, we're I never lab. done at uh, mouse work ever. Well, I did a little bit um, oh, Chris's lab, in, yeah. Yeah, in uh, Illinois, but uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I'm not really, uh, I'm a drosophila uh, fruit fry it's person. Fruit wise, right? Yeah, so I am, uh, you know, development biologist and uh, I'm always uh, good with, uh, you know, well, so, development and biology okay, so some, analysis. But, uh, something else you don't know about Takiko. Takiko, in my opinion, in my unbiased opinion as a scientist, I can step back and say that her 2012 human molecular genetics paper on Dux4 expression actually was hugely significant in the field mm. because at the time, right, the unified model of FSHD had come out. Yeah. Dux4 is expressed in FSHD. It's not expressed mm -hmm. in healthy yeah. and black and, and white, black and white <laughs> on off binary. Mm -hmm. And you showed and then the problem was there are some people he had FSHD cells and he got no Dux4. How's that? Mm -hmm. And then he got healthy cells and he could get some Dux4. Mm -hmm. So the model's wrong. In fact, we originally thought, well, the model's wrong, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. but the genetics were so solid, though. It was, yeah. So you showed mm -hmm. that um, it was a, that the levels are so low that when you do um, molecular analysis of Dux4 transcript levels, the mRNA levels, that there's so few copies that you can miss it. Yeah, yeah. It's, Even it's, it's if it's HD patient sample, you know, it's not hundred percent you detect. You know, you try like my uh, that two thousand twelve paper. You try six times, and then FSHD one probably severe, you know, patient. Uh, six out of six, you detect Dux four, and then come to the mild patient, less. Yeah, yeah two four out, out of six, six. Two out yeah, of six. Yeah. Right, and a healthy person might be zero out of six. Mm -hmm. And what she's talking about is when we do an analysis of the levels of the Dux4 Dux4 gene, as you remember, is the gene expression of this gene leads to FSHD. It's very, very low expressed gene, and it's so low that when you when you make RNA, remember it goes DNA to RNA to protein. When we analyze the RNA, this is the product of the gene, and you and you make an RNA prep of your biopsy or your cells that you're growing in culture, and then you had to do a reaction, RT-PCR, reverse transcriptase PCR, where you are going to quantitate the level of the transcript, whatever transcript you want in, in, a, in, a, in a small reaction. And typically you just take, you know, two micrograms of RNA mm -hmm. and you put it in, you do your reaction and you get a signal yeah. and you quantitate it. Yeah. But in this case, sometimes you do and sometimes you don't. And that's because it is so low that when you pipe it out, if you have 20 microliters of RNA and the 20 microliters, you got to think there's a 10 to the minus six. Okay. 10, you know, I have 20 microliters of RNA. You take two microliters out, you might get ducks for RNA in that and you might not. And, but if you have FSHD sample, maybe out five out of six times, you get it. Maybe in a healthy sample, maybe one out of six times you get it. It's just because the levels are so low. Mm -hmm. That you just you just kind of miss it. Yeah, I mean, this is like digital yeah. PCR. This is yeah. just just and and she figured it out on her own. 
I mean, there's actually, a, I mean, there's great yeah. observational thing. I mean, that you observe, you know, that instead of just saying, no, it worked, doesn't work, whatever, yeah. you figured it out. I mean, this is a kind of experience that uh, if you ask, you know, your student or just the, you know, the people you can't really 100% trust and then come back well, with we that result. Sometimes it works, sometimes no. It's just uh, you can't really decided what's going on and actually maybe they screwed up or you know well so okay so I, that reminds <laughs> me i always forget about this story one of my favorite off the cuff moments yeah that actually was fun. yeah that was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah so um and we're going somewhere because this is going to get us to the mouse model okay yeah um is that's understanding the the fundamental basics of duck spore gene expression but i remember we we went to present we couldn't get our paper published some people who are friends of ours now we're, we're not friends of ours back then, and we're preventing our paper, Takio's work, from getting published. And so there was the, um, the FSHD Society puts on this yearly science meeting, the, the mm. what's it called, International Research Congress or something like that in Boston. And um, we presented at that, and I presented, and I remember the guys were sitting out there, and I presented your data that there are, you can have some FSHD cells that were negative mm -hmm. and some healthy cells that were positive. And, and so I showed that and they were looking at me and I said, I know, I know, I know. I know you think everybody, you think, oh, I don't believe this. I don't believe this. You guys screwed it up. Your student's an idiot. Your postdoc's an idiot. You guys must have screwed it up because that's not how it works. And I said, I know that's what you're thinking, but I tell you, but I, if I were you, I would be thinking the same thing. But my student didn't do this. My postdoc didn't do this. And my wife did this. My <laughs> wife is never wrong. And everybody laughed. I don't. But I didn't find that. That was just off the. I just you know. I always forget that. Sounds, yeah. sounds strange to say it now. But it's actually true. And then we went through and showed, yeah. and we showed how in FSHD six out of six or five. You had you had to do a whole bunch of reactions mm -hmm. separately and analyze all the RNA in the tube. Mm -hmm. And you found that in FSHD, it was always higher, asymptomatics in the middle, and, and healthy mm -hmm. is down low. So it is not on off binary, it's a it's a dimmer switch. Yeah, yeah. So we had this data using you know cells, uh, culture cell system. Right. And then we had this uh, kind of quantity, you know, theory. But uh, one of Christian, uh, sorry, a clinician that the, um, we worked with, she didn't believe. Uh, so, but she wanted to try, you know, how I'm gonna do that the experiment. So she sent me a um, ten biopsy sample, which is blind. blind, blind, meaning that I don't know what they are. Just one through ten. Some are yeah. FSHD, some are healthy. Yeah. Figure it out if you're yeah. so smart. Yes, I like. This is, this is good science. Yeah. This is what you should do. This is a great experiment. Yeah, this is how science yeah. should be done. I, I like Brian test and then, okay, okay, great. And then let me do that. And then so I got the RNA out of biopsy and then repeated six times. And then that was that, you know, um, supplemental data people, all FSH researchers appreciated, you know. FSHD one patient six out of six I detected Dux4 and then at the asymptomatic five, yeah that the, there is a patient with deletion but doesn't have any symptom those had like a two out of six right less yeah, just less. less same deletion as yeah. someone else right and so you're healthy, making a little bit less yeah heresy and zero out of six and then 
yeah, so that was uh, that was fun. So I I got the, that data and then I was wondering the, what they are and then I asked the oh give me a key at the, what they are and then it was beautifully hundred percent yeah. yeah. But this yeah. answered the question because all of a sudden because when we presented this, you know the people there were people out in the audience they're like. Well, that's exactly right. Sometimes we detect mm -hmm. ducks four in our healthy samples, yeah, and yeah. sometimes we don't detect mm -hmm. ducks four in our FSHG samples. And it made sense. Yeah. Your data should always make sense. And yeah. you, to me, that was, and all of a sudden, that that was the unifying. For, that was great from Richard Lemmers, you know, and Tapscott and Silver, mm -hmm. and and Robbie Toil. That was a great piece of data. That was the genetics really mm -hmm. said this is right. But you know, there were these outlier. You know, people didn't believe it, and mm -hmm. and this really to me locked locked it in. This said yeah. this said. Damn right, this this is it. Yeah, I think that was very impactful because uh, clinician back then, you know, didn't believe that the asymptomatic patient, there is no such things, right? Oh, that's right. That, no yeah. 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 So, but after going through this, okay, hazard deletion has a dux for expression much less than the symptom, asymptomatic. Now it makes sense. Yeah. So now kind of go, oh, okay, so that's. But uh, why they don't have a disease? That's a kind of, uh, you know, we suddenly found that that's a key. Because people just yeah. write in Duchenne, right? Duchenne muscular dystrophy. All your cells are missing dystrophin. They have the same mutation. They're all missing dystrophin. They're all the same, right? And in congenital muscular dystrophy, you're missing your, your what is it, laminin or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, or your FKRP, LGMD. All your cells are mutated. In FSHD, all your cells are mutated also. So why doesn't it work the same? Well, it's a dominant gain of function. You're expressing DUX4, but it turns out all your cells aren't expressing DUX4. In fact, most of your cells are not expressing DUX4. And I think, you know, I, you know yeah. so Lauren Schneider kind of showed this in the mm -hmm. 2010 um, uh, yeah. What was that plus genetics paper out of you know with uh, Dan Miller and again with us uh, Tap Scott and those guys, mm -hmm. um, but but you really you really locked it in right. That is a quantitative model. But now we're going to get we told you this is about mice and we're twenty mm -hmm. minutes in and we haven't talked about mice. But, <laughs> yeah. but okay, there was no mouse model for mm -hmm. FSHD, mm -hmm. and so this gets to thinking about now that we understand this is going to be hard because if you if you're going to put the ducks four gene into a mouse i guarantee you it's going to die right we know that mm -hmm. right yeah, yeah i mean you put it into frogs they die you put it mm -hmm. in zebrafish they die you put you express ducks four in cells and they die so um mice don't have their own ducks four mm -hmm. it's a primate specific gene old world primate specific really i know everybody has a ducks factor a ducks gene a ducks ortholog yeah. something that functions like ducks but the human ducks four gene is kind of uniquely primate mm -hmm. and its expression is highly toxic and so now you have to make if you want to model fshd in a mouse mm -hmm. um you're gonna have to put the human ducks four gene in yeah and and have it not be expressed yeah, but that also, you <laughs> know, the stuff we learned from tissue culture and the biopsy, you know, there is a level of ducks for, right? That the very little then don't have a symptom, maybe not, right? But but the key is the level is yeah. the number of cells that express ducks mm -hmm. for, not the level, not it's not all of your cells expressing 10% of ducks for, it's it's one percent of your cells expressing hundred percent of ducks for it's very different than mm -hmm. what people think about with levels and this is a conceptual thing that the muscular dystrophy field has a lot of trouble I and mean, people just tell us we're idiots all the time i mean we are but, <laughs> but i mean you know, but that's not why we've been successful our motto yeah. is we're just dumb enough to try it yeah. that's true and we are we're plenty dumb um but but so so this kind of gets to so so we'll, we'll take a little step back briefly why do you need a mouse model of any disease right 
I mean, actually, the FDA does not mandate that you have a mouse model. You can go from cell culture to, you know, you have to put your mm -hmm. drug into two animals, a rodent and a non-rodent, but that's mm -hmm. really toxicology. Um, you don't really need efficacy, but I think, so it's not mandated by the FDA. Now, now um, funders want it, mm -hmm. but I, I think just scientifically, you yeah. want to know that, I mean, it's a different process. So, so you know, in, in FSHD, so, so in Duchenne muscular dystrophy, again, we'll go, mm -hmm. always go back to Duchenne, DMD. None of your cells have dystrophin. Mm -hmm. Now, if you have a therapeutic and you want to deliver it, you know, the, all you have to do is increase the level of dystrophin. But you how much? To, well, you know? not that much, right? Well, how much to be effective, well, you know, therapeutic? So, that kind so, of, that, yeah. that's, so there's a question. Why do you need a mouse model for that? Yeah. So is, is 5%? Does that does a mouse that has trouble walking suddenly walk better? Does CK do do mm -hmm. the are the muscles stronger at five percent? Are they stronger at ten percent? Are they stronger at twenty percent? So it gives you an idea. You know, we hear stuff in the lab all the time in in in, in muscle cells, mm -hmm. but you know, so an animal model of the disease allows you to investigate. You know, more in a physiological method. You know, do you have effect? Does your treatment have efficacy? Mm -hmm. And can exactly. you deliver it? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, putting it on, a, on cell culture is easy, right? But yeah, can you deliver yeah. your therapy to something that's, you know, a 30-gram human? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and and how much of that delivery do you need? So safety isn't the issue. Safety, you just go into a non-human primate and do safety. This is efficacy. How well does it work? How well do you need it to work? And can you get it to that level and be safe? Yeah. Yeah, so now... Again, we need to step back a little more. <laughs> Stepping back, right? yeah. Well, because such a long time ago, we kind of forgot. Now you know everybody accepted Dax four as a causal gene, and everybody kind of in the same page. But back then, when we are trying to make the mass model, like half of the FSH few didn't believe the Dax four. Well, remember can, that? No, yeah. no. I, I, you know, I brought this up in the Alexander Bellew um, yeah. interview mm -hmm. in that okay. about the discussion yeah, about yeah. how FRG one. So, yeah. so you know, so one of the questions is, so what would happen? What happened is I mentioned this that there was another gene FRG one FSHD region G one, and if you express this in a mouse, um, you get a muscular dystrophy phenotype. Mm -hmm. Right. The only problem is it's not overexpressed in FSHD. Um, yeah. Now, Silver had his mouse. Mm -hmm. Silver Vandermeerall had put in um, the D4-Z4 repeat mm -hmm. in two mice, made transgenic mice, and those mice were perfectly healthy. Mm -hmm. So now you have your, what gene, is, so this is what Taco was getting at, what gene causes FSHD? You have one, it's a dominant gain of function disease, so you increase expression level of FRG1, you get muscular dystrophy. You presumably put in the Dux4 gene, you get nothing. Mm -hmm. Must, yeah, yeah. You're an idiot if you think it's sex war, right? Yeah, I know. But well, then it turns out so people think, okay, well, it wasn't really expressed. We know. Nope. Yeah. We kind of know why. Months. We're going to go on forever. Yeah. But um, so so the other part of that though is, so then if you start putting it in, so you try to make. I remember Silver telling me, he said that the lambda, um, two point five mouse that mm -hmm. was the D four two point two and a half D four Z four repeats from a, from a patient. Mm -hmm. Um, put into the mouse. It took him over 200 and some odd, and maybe even a thousand. I can't remember now. It was some insane number of injections. Yeah, that was thousand out was of like one. A thousand. It's like one out of yeah. a thousand, something like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, because because they were so essentially selecting for a mouse integration. This is where you're putting the gene into the mouse genome um, where it didn't express. Because any time it expressed, the mice died yeah, as embryos. Yeah, it was embryo, embryonic yeah. lethal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so basically, so that's the problem. So now, so, so it wasn't that you weren't getting a phenotype. It's that the phenotype was the 
The expression of duck spore during mouse development was lethal, and so you didn't get mice. So, so that's actually so it wasn't you know it was kind of misleading that the, mm -hmm. it's like expression of duck spore is healthy. It's that you really did it was so bad in fact expression of ducks for so bad you couldn't actually have a viable mouse yeah yeah now yeah. think about it they should have known that's <laughs> a toxic you know? oh come on now come on yeah hindsight's out we love our hindsight yeah well, they should have known yeah. um no well i mean i think they did and and i think people did know because many people in fact it got to the point i remember dan perez telling me he's like man we have funded so many mice you know mm -hmm. and just and nobody's getting in fact you know we, we started joking we were calling it the you know, I don't know if you get the Kobayashi Maru. Remember uh, that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you can self-identify as a nerd if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but you know, basically, you just couldn't do it. There was became this mentality in the field that you can't make a transgenic mouse, a mouse that expresses the human ducks four gene. And you can't get one that's viable. It's mm -hmm. either going to be embryonic lethal or it's going to be um, silent. Yeah, silent. yeah, yeah. And so you can't make the model. You can't do it. And I said our motto is we're just dumb enough to do it. And we're like, well, we could do it. Yeah. Right? We're arrogant. You want to tell me where I'm arrogant? Well, there we go. We're arrogant. <laughs> you know why? Because I got brains like like Takako behind me backing me up. I can be arrogant when I got you guys backing me up. So um so that's uh that's you know, so so that's where it's so, yeah. so we're half an hour in and, and we're 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 gonna start our story <laughs> and um about but you know we need we need this mouse because we wanna be able to test FSHD therapeutics, preclinical testing, and determine the question is going to be, um, can you get an antisense, for example, into enough muscle cells that it's able to completely knock down ducks four in the 1% of cells that are expressing ducks for. It's a very different type of question, okay? It's a very different type of thing. So just want everyone you know, to appreciate this. You gotta, so FSHD therapeutically is very different than these other diseases. Okay, again, Duchenne muscular dystrophy, none of the cells have dystrophin. If you have a therapeutic that increases the levels of dystrophin, turns out say eight or 10%, in all the cells, or even just a few of the cells, frankly, because it's incisional, mm -hmm. um, you actually get therapeutic benefit. Okay, so you don't need to get that much of your molecule in. For mm -hmm. FSHD, it's very different. FSHD, the vast majority of your muscle cells are not expressing Dux4, and a few of them are expressing a ton of Dux4. Mm -hmm. So if you are going to have something that knocks down Dux4, you got to get it into all the cells still. Most of the cells aren't expressing it. So now you have to really crank the levels up though into the cells enough to knock down the positive cells far enough. And now knocking it down 10% is not gonna do it. It's a toxic protein. You really gotta knock it down. Well, we, in our hands, we believe about 70% maybe. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you know, there's, uh, and again, you gotta, you know, we actually don't know because asymptomatics is fewer cells expressing a lot of ducts for. Um, and FSHD, you know, my guess is you got to knock it down 70, 80%, um, which means you have to get a lot of your molecule. Again, if it's in Willie's antisensitive example, a lot of that in, and you start to deliver this. So the dose, a systemic dose mm -hmm. that's going to have therapeutic benefit might actually be exceptionally high compared to the therapeutic dose in another neuromuscular disease. And so I think this might be why some of these trials are always a year away or two years away, because there's a lot of anti, we've known antisense works since 2010, when Alexandra Bellew showed that antisense mm -hmm. works for Dux4. Heck, you showed it for when you, we were working back at BBRI, you taught the, you didn't get credit for it, but you taught 
Yeah, you guys yeah, how to yeah, do it. Yeah, it works well in the cell. Yeah, it works yeah, great yeah. in cells. In fact, yeah. you know, Scott Harper's RNAi um, has worked. You know, Lindsay Wallace published that in 2011. Works great. 11, mm -hmm. 12. But you know, it doesn't work in vivo in an act in a system that is re um, clinically relevant. Yeah. In a mouse model, that's one way to do it. Um, you know, can you get the delivery to the levels needed to get therapeutic benefit in FSHD? And you just have to have an animal model to do this. Yeah, I mean, in the cell, meaning that the, uh, most of people probably don't understand cell. You know, it's only three, four days experiment. You and they're monolayer too. Yeah, yeah, and then you just uh, add it. Antisense, and then for a short time, it's high dose, it's torrid, you know, to the, well, and, the and then cell. The, and then so, exactly. And then the yeah. proof of principles in the mouse experiments that were done, early mouse experiments, they just actually took a virus that expressed Dux4, mm -hmm. they injected that virus to the mouse, then they took something, they took their antisense or their virus, they, and they injected that. So you had 100% of the cells expressing Dux4, mm -hmm. and then they showed that they could knock it down. Yeah. Well, we know that works. That's just proving yeah. RNAi yeah. works, that's yeah. proven antisense mm -hmm. works. That's not yeah. that's not FSHD. FSHD is can you deliver a, a therapeutic dose to knock down the one percent of cells, actually even less than one percent of cells, that are expressing a hundred percent of the protein. Mm -hmm. And you need to, you know, and that so that what that means is that you need a mouse model that does that. Yeah. And that yeah. ain't easy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but we we had some ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Remember? So so we were um, you know, after we'd been thrown out of the University of Illinois. Well, I mean, you know, oh, yeah. we're not shy. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. We, we left, but yeah. Well, we left. Mm. Well, we left. Yeah, gradually <laughs> left. They showed us the door. Yeah. Um, but we, we left, and they tried to mm -hmm. keep us. But, you know, once you tell us you don't want us, I told, I've mentioned before I hold a grudge. Um, <laughs> you smile. I can smile while I'm holding a grudge. But, no, we left Illinois. We went to Boston Biomedical Research Institute, mm -hmm. and we got a, a grant from, what is it called, the Thoracic Foundation of yeah. Boston or something? Thoracic. The Thoracic Society or something? Yeah, yeah. It was a $150,000 grant, of which we got less than 50% because the head of the institute commandeered more. What, he took a 103% cut. <laughs> I mean, he took, he took, he took $78,000 of our grant, and yeah. we got $72,000 of our grant. We didn't find this out. This becomes relevant later. Um, and we started playing around with uh, how some ideas and how to make a mouse model that recapitulated what you saw in the cell culture and what you saw in biopsies, right? Mm -hmm. We thought we'd be able to regulate, putting a regulation. Yeah, inducible. An inducible yeah. Dux4 mouse is what we decided mm -hmm. to try to make. Yeah, but the, we know that the Dux4 is really toxic, so not inducible to express really high all the time. We need to kind of dial down or we can just control the level of Dux4 expression amount. And then, uh, yeah, so we got the tamoxifen inducible. But we made yeah. the well, we made the mice through Genoway. But this mm -hmm. is the remember the first generation of mice. We only we were making the mice. That was a and, B cell. It was essentially lethal. Well, the first batch was totally lethal, right? Yeah. The first batch we got nothing. Yeah, yeah. Those were totally lethal, but they were an embryonic lethal, and we figured that out. We learned something from the first batch. Mm -hmm. Then the second batch. That was two thousand. Something 12? Well, it was pushing around 2012. Is 12, when we, started, we started at the BBRI. Yeah, and the BBRI closed, I think. Yeah, yeah. And in 2012. And, you know, and then we got this, the second batch. And so this is actually, you know, kind of gets gets into it. So, But so, the, that, I got to tell you that, the, um, well, first batch, I mean, so that was $75,000 project. Yeah. And it failed. You yeah, know? but we figured, but we got some viable mice though, right? But it failed. It failed. So I'm like, holy cow, we can't do this. And then 
the company we work with um say Genoa, Genoa, yeah, uh, say that the well we have a new cassette brand new nobody tested but this is really tightly regulated off is off before inducing right they were going to say this is for toxic genes yeah, for people yeah. studying like uh botulism yeah or and then like they that. say that this is probably perfect for your but no one's ever interest. tried yeah exactly and they're like well we we already throw out at $75,000 we learned something from it yeah and they're like uh you sure we can do this and then pete is like okay let's do it <laughs> okay <laughs> you say so, so so this is where it gets sticky. so this is where it gets sticky because <laughs> this is when we found out that the other $75,000 we thought we had oh, was yeah, missing yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah, the guy that ran the institute took it for himself. So, okay, so that's missing. Okay, so now we don't have any money. We've, we've learned something. Our first two generations, we've learned, mm -hmm. we, and now we have a system that we did, weren't aware of. We thought, man, this is perfect. Okay, and we don't we don't have any money. And that's when, um, but we, th we think we know how to do it. We think we have a really good idea how to do it. Yeah. And so um, I contacted uh, some of the people at the FSHD Society, yeah. and we explained everything. We put it all out there and said, you know what? I think we can actually make the mouse design. I think we can do it right. Mm -hmm. And and they they basically said, um, how would we politely say that? <laughs> so what, what they said is they said, well, we don't we don't trust you guys. And so what they decided to do instead of funding the grant like a foundation should do. What they did is they said, okay, we're going to put together a committee. Mm -hmm. Okay, this was uh, David Hausman, who, you know, he's at SAB. He said, I'm going to put together a committee to tell you how to make the mouse. And then we can go make the mouse. And then they're going to have this committee um, tell us how to analyze the mouse. Yeah. So, we, we, so they're going to tell us what to do. And then we return the results. And then they're going to analyze it. And then because they're, they're all smarter than us. You know? yeah. <laughs> well, also well, like, uh, well, we can send the mice to the, the jacks. You well, know, the other laboratory thing, and then let them assay. <laughs> right. So they're going to basically they're yeah. going to have other people do it, and then and then they're going to be in control of it. Yeah. So they're going to they're going to have a committee telling us what to do, yeah. not treating us like actual independent scientists that know what we're doing, um, and they're going to um, be in charge of it, and they will be in charge of distribution. They're going to kind of own it. And I said, you know, this. I tried to talk with them. He actually refused to take my call. It was basically take it or leave it. If you want funding for this. Um, you, we're going to have a committee, a committee of committees. This is one of the issues I have with these guys. Um, a committee that's going to, you know, and especially because I know the people on this committee and they just ain't the, ain't the best scientists. I'm sorry, not for FSHD at least. That's my opinion. I've been complaining for a while. And so we, so we said no. So no. So we basically said we cannot make a deal. They said take it or leave it, and we left it. So we can't. So FSHD Society is not going to fund our, our mouse model, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so what are we going to do, right? So what are we going to do? Well, it turns out, and this is a name that um, you should know. I always tell you, so names you should know. You should know Alexander Bellew, Discover mm -hmm. Ducks 4. Mm -hmm. You should know Dan Perez. And I always forget about this, but you should never forget Carol Perez, mm -hmm. Dan's mom. Carol Perez is one of the greatest people to ever roll on this earth. You know, she walked for a while and then she rolled for, and she is, she's absolutely uh, a giant in, in FSHD as far as I'm concerned. As, as much as Dan on, and in patient advocacy and dealing with people and, yeah, and it was great loss when, when she yeah. started in their kitchen. So Dan, Carol Perez, oh, people, and there's a lot of names, but another name you need to know is going to be Jennifer Burgess. We often don't like to say names, but um, I'm going to tell you, Jennifer, you don't know who this is. Jennifer Burgess um, is somebody, she started the Long Island um, Foundation for FSHD mm -hmm. when she, you know, uh, 
started that out of her kitchen. I'm a big fan of people working out of their kitchen. I'm a big fan of individuals, small organizations, individuals that have the ability to be flexible, make decisions without giant committees of committees of committees, and then a board that's going to come through and years take of things. And so Jennifer Burgess um, contacted me. And I'll give you credit, though. Actually, she, she came to me, oddly enough, strangely enough, through June Kinoshita from the FSHD Society. So it's funny enough, the FSHD Society doesn't want to fund the mouse, but Jennifer had contacted June and said, I have some money for FSHD research, do you know who I should contact? And June wonderful, you know, June's wonderful. And she, um, she sent her to, to us. Mm-hmm. And I talked to Jennifer. And Jennifer at the time had just kind of merged her foundation with this Chris Carino foundation. Mm-hmm. And um, they, and uh, so she just became part of the Chris Carino foundation in New York City. I'll talk about them in a second. And uh, we were able to get about $126,000. It was expensive to do this mouse. Um, we convinced them, and I could explain to Jennifer, actually in my car at the Home Depot parking lot when I was helping mm-hmm. painting my parents' house. I remember that. <laughs> you know, talk, taking a phone call from Jennifer, talking to her for like an hour um, in, in my, you know, about that we think we can do it. We've made these mistakes. We figured it out. We've learned a lot. And this will be the most impactful thing you can possibly do with your money is to, it's a risk. We don't, can't guarantee, but man, it looks like the best shot out there. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer went and talked with uh, the board, Chris Carino and Chris Hughes. Um, again, two great guys. Um, and they pulled the trigger right away. Yeah. Right and away. right away, we all of a sudden we have the money. I can call up Genoway. We went from the project being dead. And again, that's how foundations should be able to function. Foundate, you know, and the flexibility um, and the, you know, and the vision. I'm sorry, but that, that's one of my big things is the vision to say, you know, what's impact. And that's one of my favorite mm-hmm. things about the Carino Foundation. I think that they have done a great job with vision and having and taking small amounts of money. You know, that they're not a big foundation. You know, $127,000 sounds like a lot of money. Um, it is a lot of money to me, mm-hmm. you know, but, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not. But what can you get impact for that? Anyway, they, they sent us the money. Mm-hmm. They trusted us to make the model. What we're telling them is true. Mm-hmm. We didn't, I hadn't even met them yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 so we were able to then contract with Genoway to make this new special transgenic mouse with the human ducks for gene um, in such a way that you will be able to have it truly silent during development. So the mice should be able to be alive and then we'd be able to regulate mm-hmm. how the gene, how and when the gene is going to be expressed and at what levels exactly what we need. Mm-hmm. And they trusted us. And, um, and so we've contracted Genoway to have it made. And then um, BBRI went out of business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> went bankrupt. BBRI, Boston Biomedical Research Institute. I feel like Institute. that was a minor issue. <laughs> minor issue. They went, they went bankrupt. And, and so now we're out of a job again. This is being made over in France at Genoway. So, but we had the money and we had made the deal with the, and one of the deals I made with the Carino Foundation mm-hmm. is I put it in the contract that we would not patent the mouse, we would not license the mouse, that we would make the mouse freely available to everybody around the world in the FSH community, academic or commercial. Mm -hmm. It's going to, everybody's going to get it. That was part of the deal. And, um, and I had that in the contract that was agreed to. And actually it's funny because the lawyers hate that. They didn't notice it actually. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, and so that also helped. So we did our part, they did their part. Yeah, yeah. And so the mouse up. is being made. Yeah. So 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 just a little aside. Many of you guys maybe don't know about the um the Chris Carino Foundation. Um they're in uh, New York City. Chris Carino is a broadcaster for the Brooklyn Nets. 
And he also does some NFL games. Mm -hmm. Um, He has FSHD. He's got some videos out there. You can see interviews with him about what's it like to live this professional life with FSHD. Many of you might be able to relate Mm -hmm. to these. And he's just a fantastic foundation, in my opinion. Um, And they have one of the best fundraisers. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, we went to a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah we drove down from Boston yeah, and went yeah. there, and it's uh, it's in July sometime in between. Mm-hmm. It's kind of in that little short little off season after the NBA finals, before free agency, whenever that is. He gets his NBA friends coming. Great, great. Um, trying to just put a plug in for. Him. I I just think it was like it reminds me of like the wedding singer, also like an '80s dance party. Yeah, yeah. best food. That, that place. That's uh, what the heck is that place called? Um, it's a it's it's something on the bay. Yeah, I don't remember. Re- Sorry. Re- something with an R. Re- would it be Russo? Re- Russo? Russo. 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 Is it Russo's on the Bay? Oh, maybe. I hope yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm sorry probably. if it's not. I should yeah, look this up. Yeah. I just kind of winging it. I think it's called Russo's on the Bay, and I can't remember the town in Long Island. <laughs> but it is, a, it is a fantastic fundraiser. They got great, great stuff. I don't know. I, I just, I'm a big fan. I've always wanted to go to the Chocolate Ball. I don't know what that's like in Sydney, but the fundraiser, the Chris Carino, I, I don't know. I, I just think energy. it's a lot of energy. Yeah, it's a great crowd, you know. Yeah. And one of the great things about the fundraiser, too, I got to tell you, you know, you guys are FSHD patients. Everyone's asking you for money. You know, disease is expensive. Mm-hmm. Having disease is expensive. Going through your day, you have whether it's you losing your jobs or having to get help. Mm-hmm. All this stuff is expensive. One of the things I love about Carino is he expands the base. Mm-hmm. Most of the people at the fundraiser, don't have FSHD. Yeah. It is the broad, I mean, you're tapping the wider community. That's mm-hmm. who need, that's who we got to get funding from. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, you guys are always paying, you're paying, I don't know how many fun, I, we get a lot of stuff in the mail, right? <laughs> yeah, from, yeah. <laughs> and we do donate to just about every foundation out there. Pretty much every foundation, actually. We do online stuff. Yeah, we, we actually yeah. donate as citizens and community. But anyway, I, I just want to say, so anyway, so they funded our mouse model. Um, And so we got, so then we got to UMass. Yeah. And we suddenly, and we had live mice. Mm-hmm. 2015. That was 2013 is when BBRI went out of a 10 to 13. So yeah, it would have been yeah. February 14, 2004, I saw, somewhere. I, saw the, I remember I received the mice in uh, like a February 2015, yeah. and then immediately kind of started working on it. But now we're broke thing. again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're broke. So now, now we are broke again. So uh, how to say, so we are very uh, successful research. Uh, we, we landed research program very successfully. Um, but uh, something about the animal research, uh, you can't use federal, you know, uh, right, so grant money for animal research unless you are, you have approved. Yeah. Right. So, so when you, when you, we have NIH grants for cell culture yeah, and muscle yeah. cell and human stuff, yeah, we have, but you cannot, yeah. you, we, we had, we had grants, but we mm-hmm. could not use any of the money for animal research legally. Yeah, it would yeah, have been exactly. illegal. So, we're, yeah. we, so we, we suddenly get this mice, they're live, mm-hmm. and they have this inducible ducts for transgene, yeah. and we can't we can't even figure out if it really works very well because yeah, we're broke know. again. Mm-hmm. And there's no way in hell we're going back to the FSHD Society, those guys. You know, I'm not asking them for yeah, money. Yeah, but the, yeah, Chris's money was really Chris's money was, well, we were kind of basically running out of Chris's money, mm-hmm. Carino's money. I mean, they don't, they're not a big foundation. So they funded the making of the mouse, but we didn't have anything to characterize the mouse. So we, we wrote a grant to MDA mm-hmm. and we wrote an NIH grant. Mm-hmm. But the problem with those grants, it takes you, well, NIH, it takes you nine months to a year to get the money. MDA, yeah. it takes you at least six plus months to get the money. Mm-hmm. You know, all that time. Even after you get the notice of award at NIH, it can take you a long time. Mm-hmm. So we had no money and we're at UMass and we have the mice, mice down there and we don't know what's going on. And um, we're having our issues with the people at UMass as 
can listen to the CRISPR episode to hear about that. <laughs> Trouble follows us everywhere. Maybe, maybe I'm, I'm going to start to think that I'm the problem. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, the problem is we do some valuable stuff and everybody wants it. Yeah, right? People exactly. try, they, yeah, it's easier to try to steal stuff yeah, than to do the work. Yeah. And I got the smartest people in the business working for me, working with me, actually. So we had these mice and we had to figure out. So we were out in Seattle looking for a job. Mm -hmm. Right. We flew out there um, because once once we had kind of left the uh, the the crowd on the East Coast and had the freedom to operate anywhere in the world. I remember we were out in Seattle and we um, had breakfast with Greg Block from Friends mm -hmm. of FSH mm -hmm. Research. Right. Had had breakfast with Greg and I was telling and Greg um, actually did some fantastic FSHD research when he was in Dan Miller's lab. Who's in Dan Miller's lab. Right. Pretty sure yeah, 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 yeah. Um, out there in in uh, at UW, and um, but he he left to kind of do his own thing. But he he was um working with friends of I think he still works with friends of FSH Research, and they were out there. And I was telling him what we got. We showed him some of. We like you know I think we got. We finally have an FSHC like mine. We just need the money. He's like oh, send us a grant. We'll fund that. That sounds great. Mm -hmm. You know, bring it to the board. Sounds perfect. And so we're like oh, saved. You know, we've been saved, right? Mm -hmm. Because we still don't really know if this mouse model is going to work or not. We just know we have a live mouse that has an inducible Dux4 transgene. Yeah, it looks good. Look yeah, good. But we still don't yeah, have a lot of yeah, opportunities yeah, to do much yeah. to it. So we go out there, and we, so we get back to, to UMass Med. And again, we're pariahs at UMass Med. You know, they're telling they've already told us to get out of the <laughs> kicking us out of UMass Med. Um, so I write a grant to friends of FSH, mm -hmm. and they reject it. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Was like, what the? Hell, you asked us right a grant. And they rejected it. <laughs> we are not going to fund this grant. Yeah. And they got the phone call. Then I got a phone call. That's right. Yeah. I mentioned that. I got, a, I got a, an unusual phone call out of the blue from some guy. In the company. With a pharma company that has an FSHD research program who happened to be on the scientific advisory board of friends of FSH research. Yeah. And said, I understand you have a FS potentially have an FSHD mouse that uh, you solved the problem. We've beaten yeah. the Kobayashi Maru. All right. You didn't say that, but that's essentially what's going on. Yeah. But I understand you you have a mouse. So let's let's go, let's meet for coffee. And it's kind of weird because yeah, I'm just thinking, first off, I didn't really make the connection. I didn't know it was on the board, right? Yeah. I, I didn't make the connection. I was yeah. like, I was like, what? Some guys like heard that we have an FSHD mouse. Yeah. Um, you know, we 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 had we had been doing some, we had a little money left from Korean. We had done yeah, enough yeah, to say a... that this worked. We had, mm -hmm. by this time we had done enough to say we can induce ducks for yeah, we had a really good phenotype. We, we get applied a grant yeah. MD with, with, yeah, with, with, with showing that we had some phenotype. Yeah. But we still didn't have a proper characterization of it. So mm -hmm. we knew it, but so by this time we knew it had worked. That's what we, that's right. We had sent that in. Sent in and waiting works. for you know grant to take a year to get the money. And so uh meanwhile we tried to get the other foundation money. Right. So too. but we knew yeah. it worked by this point. Yeah. We knew we had a ducks for inducible FSHD like mouse, but we have to characterize it so we mm -hmm. can do stuff. We're getting thrown out of UMass um, because we want to collaborate with people that we're told we're not allowed to collaborate well because we're competing against, I mm -hmm. guess, whatever. Um, anyway, so so we're getting we're having the issues there. So everything's and we're, and we're broke, and um, so now we get to right. Sounds interesting. Okay, so meeting for coffee down on Route Nine, about halfway between Boston and uh, <laughs> like going off for this uh, this this interesting meeting, 
and uh you know what if i don't if you don't see me again i feel like i'm you know jimmy hoffa going off from my last uh, thing I, I, I didn't really know i had no idea what was going on yeah but basically he wanted to fund using company's money to check his molecule you know right so basically what happened is they torpedoed our grant at the foundation and then said tell you what we will give you a blank check from the company However, we have access, we have first access to the mouse. Mm -hmm. So now they're going to prohibit other companies from having access to the mouse. But we're going to take our molecule and test it in your mouse. But you can have all, well, what I've just told me, any amount of money, any amount of money. This guy was in a proper position, was able to make this type of thing. Blank check as much as you want. Um, two conditions. They have exclusive access to the mouse. And two, that we give credit for creating the mouse to the... You know, do the doddering old fool <laughs> at UMass Medical School who was having us thrown out of there by lying to the administration about us. Yeah. We're supposed to give this guy credit for making the mouse because he was a powerful person who was working with this company and the company wanted him to get the credit for making the mouse. And they wanted, I mean, what kind of deal is this, right? I mean, we'll get credit. We're going to share credit for making the mouse, the first FSHD like mouse. Um, they're going to fund it. So any amount of money we need, he gets credit. The company's going to have their FSHD program go great. This trample the competition. I'm laughing now, but the back there, like, I'm <laughs> like, terrified. what? For what? And he said, he seriously, he said, for spiritual. Yeah, spi yeah what's his contribu contribution? Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> spiritual yeah, so, so when you when you're an author on a paper and you have, what is your contribution to the project? Every author on there, you can say, I did this, I did this. And I said, what would be his contribution to the project? And he said, yeah, that's right. They said spiritual. A spiritual contribution. Like, I wish it was spiritual. Cow. I'll tell you, man. If I could. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let me tell you. Give him, but, make him uh, yeah, well, we of course, we had to say no. Well, to... but, but no, 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 wait a minute. It's not, it's not just like this. She wasn't there. She wasn't there. Oh, I mean, yeah. he basically said, and th th I'm going to tell you a little story. Okay, here's a little story. My dad told me this growing up. Mm -hmm. Okay. My dad is a chemical engineer, University of Toledo, and did you know, some civil engineering, did some other engineering stuff. And one of, one of the students in, at Toledo got a job working um, for uh, a, a large U.S. city that was doing a lot of, um, or at least a construction company, whatever, in, the, in this city, large is doing a ton of expressway construction and infrastructure mm. building back um, in the yeah, 70s or 80s, something like that. And and the guy's job was to, you know, the materials come in. He's supposed mm -hmm. to look at the materials, evaluate the materials, and you sign off that this is what we ordered, whatever, mm -hmm. and whatever. And it kept getting inferior stuff coming in. Mm -hmm. And he kept rejecting it. That. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. He kept rejecting it and rejecting it. And then one day, um, his minister took him aside and said, Pack up the family, quit the job, and move back to Toledo. Okay? Didn't say why. Just giving them some friendly advice. Mm -hmm. and it's pretty clear what's going on. The guys that were skimming all the money, you know, the contract says this, you pay this, the, the, the guy's providing the read. I mean, it's pretty clear that, that he was getting in the way of the racket for skimming a bunch of money off of that, right? Mm -hmm. And he wasn't playing ball with them. Yeah. And uh, my dad says he was afraid he was going to get killed, basically. They basically, yeah. and so this minister just gave him some friendly advice. And, You're not yeah. playing ball. Get out of town. You just, you know, because that's, you know, this is serious business, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought about that when I was sitting there with this guy. Oh, that's right. You remember that conversation. <laughs> it's like a mob. It's like a mob. Because what he was, he's trying to give me some friendly advice. He said, look, this is how it's done. 
This is how pharma works. This is how the business works. And let me tell you, people who don't play ball mm-hmm. lose their jobs. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? He's yeah. bad. I took it as a yeah. flat out threat. Yeah. Said, look, really? you got, yeah, yeah, sure. You don't have to take this deal. Yeah. But if you don't, let me tell you. And he told me a story about someone that he knew that was a professor, you know, in the business who didn't take a deal like this. Yeah, yeah. And they had their careers ended. Yeah. So that's what he's telling me. He's saying, look, I tell you what, so it's all good news. Everyone wins, right? I guess it's look. normal in the U.S. Medical School. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. Well, well. well, but that's the deal. All we have to do is give credit for making this model to someone who doesn't deserve it. Um, you know, just suck it up, you know, suck up your pride and give credit to this bozo. Um, uh, we get him money, right? That, again, this guy shouldn't even know about this, right? The yeah. confidentiality of grant review at a foundation led to this. So he broke confidence. But you know what? Hey, this is how it works. Mm-hmm. Right. You tell you, you know, and um, and but you're going to have you won't have any problems with money. Tell whatever size check you need, just whatever you need is good. They're going to get it and they're going to have a molecule. It's going to help cure FSHD, move things along faster. Now, of course, other companies are screwed, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like, yeah, that's no, fine. Screw all the other companies, screw the rest of the field. Um, But you're going to get the money for the mouse. And oh, and as a bonus, we're not going to end your career. Yeah. <laughs> because if you don't take this, your career's over. I mean, that that's essentially, and, but you put it, I took it as a threat. Now, actually, in hindsight, actually, I think he was just made, made, actually, I honestly think now I've actually thought about this a number of years mm-hmm. that what he's saying was, he's actually trying to be helpful. Hey, we're going to fund the mouse. It's great. We got a great molecule. It's going to cure up. Is it, you know, in some ways you kind of have this arrogance. Of course, it turns out they, that company ended up dumping the molecule and didn't work on FSHD um, <laughs> because yeah. the molecule sucked. Um, but that's beside the point. Um, what, what he was saying, I think he was trying to be friendly. He's basically letting me know. He wasn't threatening. He had no power over me. He wasn't letting us know. I think I think he was just letting us know that, you know what? You better do this. You guys are already getting thrown out. Mm-hmm. It could get worse. He was basically telling us, you know what? You think it's bad now? You're, having, you're being thrown out of the, you know, it could be worse. And I remember, and he said, let me know. Let me know. And I remember yeah. coming back from that meeting just, shell-shocked i swear i really was it was like the godfather yeah yeah sitting in a little cafe and that was a time we really needed the, the fund for mass work yeah and we're we, screwed we, really, what are we gonna do yeah we stuck and i remember telling pete that the, i think we have to say yes to that the, the fund from pharma and unless we can really do this you know but i, I but the idea of giving giving i know i know no it's really really stressful you know we're already you know and meanwhile we got people telling us it remember mm-hmm. our friend uh telling us that watch out they're gonna steal our mouse yeah. model because it's remember so valuable that the, you know you say basically didn't say no email didn't say no yeah you emailed to him that uh but the, we didn't get any email back well, from well, him well no i i said i'd get back with it they, they needed to know how much we needed yeah we needed to know yeah. we kind of were slow right. playing we were yeah, slow yeah, playing yeah, the yeah. deal um trying to figure out what to do because mm-hmm. we knew we were screwed yeah and and then all of a sudden um we got the MDA. we got the the mda grant suddenly we got notification that it was funded yeah and then we got the and, then, and then the nih grant was funded yeah like yeah. in the same week all yeah, of a sudden yeah. we had no money yeah. all of a sudden we got a two uh, yeah. two hundred seventy five thousand dollars. and then we got grant. the other one too right? and then we got, <laughs> so yeah. that's where now we're having all these grants and now umass is throwing us out yeah. we got all this money yeah. all of a sudden we had all this mouse money and and we didn't have to ever deal with this. Yeah, right? we, before we signed with our own blood, 
<laughs> Basically. <laughs> but now all of a sudden we can figure out if the mouse is good. And so we still had some time left before we were going to get to leave. But we suddenly got the, we got the MDA money. We got this money. And, you know, and, uh, you know, I look at this and, and man, man, it, that, that was, that was close. That was really, really yeah. close. But the ramifications would have been that the mouse model would not be freely available. And mm -hmm. First off, it's the deal I made with Chris, but, you know, um, it would not be made available. And it turns out, so what we were able to do is then, and again, we, we had gotten word from some people that, that the potential of mouse is going to be snaked away from us. Mm -hmm. And so we sent the mouse to Jackson Labs mm -hmm. and we sent it to, I think we sent it to Yuan Chen. Did we send it to Yuan? And we yeah, sent it to, so, publication. And we sent it to yeah. uh, uh, Jessica De Grief up there mm -hmm. in, in, mm -hmm. in, the, in the Netherlands. We actually started sending the mouse model. Well, Takako did some fantastic work and she'll tell you in a second about what, we, what she did. But we started sending it out to other labs around the world before it was really fully characterized. I mean, we hadn't mm -hmm. even published on, we didn't publish on until 2018. Mm -hmm. we, were, we, we were sending this out, one, to protect the model, because one, we weren't sure we were going to be allowed to take it, and two, mm -hmm. we, since someone already had threatened us, you know, again. And so um, we wanted, because that was the deal. The deal is we wanted to make a mouse model of FSHD for every pharmaceutical company to use, every academic lab to use, have no restrictions, lower the bar mm -hmm. so that we can get therapies faster. That's what we wanted because you don't know what's going to work. And it turns out, like I said, the, the company that was represented by that person ended up never actually pursuing that program because it turns out the molecule was not so good. Mm -hmm. And so it would have been a, just a total disaster, yeah, right? Because yeah. who knows what would have happened. So, yeah. so in the meantime, Taka was able to use the money and she was able to make an absolutely spectacular model of FSHD, multiple ones. I'll, you know, I'll, you tell me, I'm t I talk all the time. That's true. I'll, I'll let you tell, tell them, tell them, about, just tell them about your model. What's so cool about it, how it works. Yeah. So this is an inducible model. And then cool things about this, we can control the expo expression amount, like a, being a patient, right? Some cell express very little and then some cell express a lot. Uh, so we can mimic that. Um, it's by, called mosaic. Sorry yeah. to interrupt. So mosaic expression means mm -hmm. some cells are on and some cells are off. Yeah. And that's the, what she was able to do. Yeah. So with uh, so this uh, we can induce with chemical uh, called tamoxifen and we can inject very little amount of uh, tamoxifen, which induced the mosaic, you know, expression of the spore. Only um, in skeletal muscles. Uh, yeah, only in the skeletal muscle. So, and then uh, if you use a little higher dose, just an instant kind of shock to that the muscle, <laughs> almost like an acute injury. Um, so this is a yeah severe model we published uh, phenotypic in. Uh, Four days and then just uh, have to euthanize. Well, yeah, terminate. Eight or nine yeah, days, yeah, eight nine days because it's just so much uh, toxicity. But but it's suddenly like, like twenty percent of the cells are expressing Dux four. Yeah, yeah. Like twenty percent of the muscle cells express Dux four. Amos dies within nine days, right? Yeah, yeah. They they really grow in the. So then what about the, the moderate model? How, what's the level of expression there? Uh, about what 10 10 to 20 in there in that i range? think so yeah, yeah. so yeah. about 10 to 20 percent of your cells expressed like, muscle cells in the mouse expressed x4 mm -hmm. but you get you go bad in about two weeks mm -hmm. but you and don't, you don't have back. to be euthanized right you actually, no, no. You actually survive yeah okay. yeah so that's a kind of uh you know company asked me that uh, or everybody asked me that uh, so 
what if the suppressed X4 expression at the all muscle function coming back? It's hard to say in the human condition, but the mouse condition, it's uh, yes, it's coming back. They, because this is a model that the X4 express and then cell, you know, expressed X4 die, died off. And then the one that the not expressing the X4 gonna populate and then recover that uh, regenerate muscle. So they, they started running better. Uh, but the, just a little, you know, different condition than the patient. So when she talks yeah. about running, what you want to envision? Oh. <laughs> we have this little. We have a mouse treadmill, and you oh put my little. God, a ten grand of a mouse treadmill. <laughs> you have, you have, you have six lanes. You have mice running on the treadmill and running, running, and and what you do is you time how long can they run until they're exhausted. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I'm on there less than ten minutes, and I'm running pretty slow. But they, uh, they not on that same treadmill. But they, they crank, you know, you can put on an incline or a decline. You can run uphill or yeah, downhill. Yeah. And so and it's a way to measure kind of fitness of the mouse is to say, you know, uninjected, you know, un- uninduced might mm-hmm, run for mm-hmm. 20 minutes, yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and then you start running sometimes only like 30 seconds, right? I mean, yes, the beer wine is just the count. Run, run, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then the idea is you've got a therapeutic window mm-hmm. and you, you have to characterize these mice. So you characterize treadmill. What what else you, did you do? We did a hunk. Test, right? Hanging test. Oh, yeah. that's so they're grabbing onto some. How yeah. long can they hold on before they fall onto yeah. a pillow? Yeah, yeah. And that but what thing. else? They had the gait analysis. Gait analysis. Yeah. You also check muscle function, right? That physiology, muscle physiology. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. kind of how strong an actual muscle is. Yeah. You can you yeah. can take the muscle out. You only do that once. Yeah, yeah. And um, then check that the histology, and then. Then you look at the yeah. muscle. You look what you know if you have fat infiltration, fibrosis. Fibrosis, of yeah. course. Yeah. So everything so... you do for people, right? Yeah, it's kind of like yeah, except that you know histology. Part. <laughs> well, no, you're still taking well, muscle biopsy. Yeah, that's right. But you don't you don't right. maybe yeah, dissect yeah. out all the organs. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, you know, at least not in this country. Um, <laughs> I don't know what they do in some of these places. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, but well, okay. So you know, so so she made this. So so now you got um, so we got this. We sent um characterized it. Mm-hmm. Um, we did most of this at UNR, you know, President Matt Arena, a lot of it at UNR because again, we got thrown out of UMass mm-hmm. Medical School. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and so we came to UNR and we working with uh, Dean Birkin's lab, who's mm-hmm. a great um, mouse, you know, they do Duchenne muscular dystrophy and congenital, but we yeah. we learned, you know, we're now we're working with some mouse people, although Takako figured figured most of this out. And so you characterize the mouse mouse. So so the really cool thing though is she figured out that you had the mild model. This was the double transgenic that didn't need any tamoxifen. This is the best model of all. Yeah. So this is inducible. Of course, uh, um, Genoway said this is a guarantee off, right? So it is off. But um, try to induce. Well, you have to make it. Yeah. You you have to make with other line, uh, which let us express the exposed specifically in the skeletal muscle. So that inducible part is not tight right. as so, Flex Dusk's for construct. So the, yeah, so yeah. you can look on the MyFSHD website under the animal models, model organisms. We kind of have the maps out there. This is the Flex Dusk's for mouse. And and so, you know, the, the what, what we had done at Genoway, the way this mouse was made, is the human Dux4 gene was put in in an inverted orientation. So normally you have a promoter that drives gene expression, that makes RNA, that, that makes protein. And we put the gene in backwards. And we flanked it with special sites that allow for recombination. 
And so there are these special um, sequences from bacteriophage, actually, um, called LOX, but there's directional LOX P sites. It gets a little complicated genetic engineering. Mm -hmm. And so when you hit them with a particular protein called Cree, Cree recombinase, which of course is not in mice, it's not in people. It again comes from bacteriophage or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, you know, so if you introduce Cree into the cells, then it, the the recombination sites reorient the gene so that the Dux4 gene now is in the right direction. And so now, if so, so so this is why it's a it's a, such a good tight off system, is that even if you have something that's not tightly off. The promoters, you know, you're making the anti-sense, you're making the, you're not making the Dux4 gene transcript just backwards, so you don't get anything. Okay, so when you hit it with the Cree, it recombines the Dux4 transgene, flips over in the genome. This is happening in every cell that it gets. It flips in the genome, and now it's in the correct direction. So when the promoter fires and is on, you now make Dux4. And so what Takako did is she. She found a line of mice that express Cree only in skeletal muscles. Mm -hmm. And this is supposed to be totally off. And yep. it's a tamoxifen inducible Cree. Mm -hmm. And you mate that with the flex dux four mouse. And now you have a double transgenic that has the ability to be induced to express dux four mm -hmm. by tamoxifen. With, yeah, tamoxifen. Yeah. But you didn't need to add tamoxifen. Yeah. So uh, with that tamoxifen, you know, we expect not to see the ducts for expression, but we saw, and then, whoa, that's an expression. Another that's observation where yeah. you, find, you followed <laughs> up on. That's the thing. Again, she observes stuff, and instead of just saying, oh, that's weird, whatever, you follow up on it. You said, so one thing about Takiko, she wants to answer everything. She doesn't like any, and that's how I look at it. I mean, yeah, you yeah. want to understand it all. Oh, yeah, we get a little yeah, bit of expression. Yeah, what the hell's yeah, going on? Yeah. For everything. For everything. <laughs> no, except for me. What's going on with me? I think you gave up on me. Um, what's going on? Are you just mentally ill? That's right. I'm rage all it. Um, but the mice, you figured out. You figured out the mice, right? Yeah, yeah. So I started seeing that the expression and without tamoxifen injection. And then, okay, so that's that's kind of a high background of a Dux4 and it concerned me. So we kind of followed up. Okay, mouse usually leave one half year to two years and we kind of start to following that the young age they don't have uh so much that yeah, expression yeah. with that tamoxifen induction so and then they're pretty much yeah heresy uh wild type control and running around and no problem and then started seeing that the some muscle, you know, damage in you know, six, yeah, six months old and yeah. then nine months. And then, so of course, uh, when I uh, um, did this extreme age, okay, let's check that the, uh, over the one years old, which is pretty old. And then I saw the beautiful phenotype. And what you mean is they uh, look just like you see when you see an FSHD patient muscle. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So the expo expression was high, surprisingly, but you know, muscle overall health is pretty good. It's just accumulative kind of uh, damage on the muscle fiber. Which is what you have. Yeah. I mean, think about this. This is what's going on. About 2% of the cells. So the first off, this this uh, Cree driver line of mice, the tamoxifen-inducible, mm -hmm. is reported in the literature to be completely off in the absence of tamoxifen. Yeah, of course, they it's, didn't check that old. They didn't check. <laughs> well, and they also didn't have something as sensitive as yeah, Dux4 yeah. or something. So people, it's really hard to get things totally off mm -hmm. in biology. Mm -hmm. Things are always a little bit out. Yeah. Um, so, 
so you checked it out. So about 2% of the muscles, 1% to 2%, are mm-hmm. expressing ducts 4 over the course of a lifetime, just like you. And so when young, perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. As they get older, you get accumulate you accumulate muscle damage yeah. over time. You start getting fibrosis. You start getting fat. You start getting immune cell infiltration, mm-hmm. just like people. And so by the time they're one and a half, two years old, actually they got FSHD. Yeah, immune filtration at the immune cell filtration was a uh, quite beautifully mimicking that the patient. Uh, biopsy phenotype. It, yeah, which it's fantastic. Is, yeah, when those double transgenic mice is young, we don't see at all. So this is definitely, uh, you know, almost chronic inflammation happening in the so muscle. Now, yeah. So now, so first, so now then, this is the mouse model that Andrea Nunez in our lab used mm-hmm. with Takiko to find um, interleukin-6 as a circulating biomarker of FSHD pathology, but also um, the microRNA, the microRNA yeah. as, a, as a biomarker. So now we're doing biomarker discovery for clinical trials because we got a great mouse model. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing about it is that now you actually, from a preclinical trial therapeutic, right, the question is, always comes down to the same thing, dosing and durability and efficacy. Mm-hmm. Can you give deliver through systemically into a mouse a therapeutic dose mm-hmm. that is clinically relevant, meaning that you can stop the one to two percent cells um, from expressing ducts four and let it go for six months, mm-hmm. let it go for a year? And I know you guys saying preclinical, but that's the question. The question is how often? Ask the antisense people. How often do you have to be dosed? What's the dose? How often mm-hmm. do you have to be dosed? How dur- durable? How long does the effect last? Because Dux4 is dominant gain of function toxicity. If you turn it off for a month and then it goes back on for a month, you're killing muscles again. You got to keep it off continually. So now you made a model that is absolutely perfect yeah, for yeah, this type of yeah, experiment. Yeah, yeah. As age and then keep going. I mean, of course, company want to get the assay done for that <laughs> no, time possible. Don't. Yeah, but of course, uh, even academic lab, you know, mouse, you know, we pay about a dollar a cage a dollar a cage a day yeah a day uh you can cram that the mouse and up to five mice in a cage we but really uh, cram. they're pretty comfortable <laughs> they're pretty yeah, comfortable they, they love a company actually yeah mouse facility make us a flag that if you keep the one mice in the cage yeah, they because, want you uh, want to be yeah together. no, no good for animal, yeah no good for mentally so <laughs> yeah, we don't want them to be mentally bad you know yeah. god forbid the mice should be mentally yeah bad. but uh, yeah so so you know academic love doesn't want to keep the mice more than six months usually economical well, reason. That was another and cool then, thing because yeah. we had a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to you and our startup. Fund. Oh, that's right. Then so, yeah. so that's the other thing. When you move places, you get start. Now we we got you and our recruited us here. Mm-hmm. They gave me an endowed chair position, mm-hmm. which you don't normally give to people who are getting thrown out of everywhere unless there's something screwy going on. And it, you know, but anyway, which gave us some extra money to use for things. Yeah. We have three hundred cages of mice probably. Yeah. You know I mean, and so we're able so Taco was able to keep some of these mice. Mm-hmm. really because because economically you just can't keep them long enough right yeah. but she kept them yeah. year and a half so we actually have this whole colony of aged mice mm-hmm. that are spectacular mm-hmm. fshd phenotype yeah yeah and then fortunately that the mass facility at the uni is just uh on state about it's oh, so clean really clean we noticed that because after we moved the mass colony from UMass to here actually cured some phenotype <laughs> 
That's right. They had diarrhea. Yeah, and UMass, they that had was almost like a and... yeah, Crohn disease kind of thing. Yeah, like so, yeah, disease, yeah. gut inflammation uh, happening. And so, if we are staying in that uh, back in UMass facility, of course, UMass you know had a clean facility not and the one then we not, were in. yeah, not so clean facility. We're in uh, yeah, not so clean facility. And then uh, yeah, it, it would be we would. Be, Hard to uh, keep the mice. Can't keep that long, probably. Yeah. yeah. No, so the can't. fact that we yeah. so we got the state of the art, pretty new building, great mouse facility, fantastic vets here, fantastic mm-hmm. management here at UNR. Yeah. And we got that Very going. And yeah. we were distributing now these mice. Now you got it. So this is this is what I mean by you know about vision and impact. You know, so you have to take a risk on a project. Mm-hmm. We failed. We always like to say we fell forward. Mm-hmm. We learned, we failed multiple times, cost a lot of money, but we felt we learned something every time on the model. Mm. We finally had the opportunity, and then Jennifer Burgess and Chris Carino Foundation took the flyer on us and said, okay, that sounds worthwhile, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's, it's a cost-benefit analysis, right? You're kind of saying, you know, yeah, it's almost taken a lot of their money. About I don't know, maybe that was a significant chunk of the money they had mm-hmm. on a project that was de-risked in a lot of ways because we'd already learned a lot. Yeah. They trusted us, which I really respect. I will, I will, um, you know, it's, I, I have so much admiration for them actually for, for trusting us and say, you guys are the scientists, you do the science. Cause you know, that's just sure as heck wasn't the case everywhere. Um, and you know what you're doing and, um, and that they move so fast. And then you think about this, that money was leveraged into a preclinical model for FSHD mm-hmm. that is being used um, by pharmaceutical companies all around the world. We distributed it freely. Mm-hmm. We have it all throughout academic labs here. We've never made a penny off of it. We never wanted to. Actually, UMass wanted to, but mm-hmm. then they saw, I said, well, you know, the contract says um, you actually can't patent it. Oh, but, but again, I made that contract at BBRI, yeah, yeah, so no, it was already signed. So yeah, we yeah. were able to get away with that. Pretty should it be. It should be that yeah. way, but it should be, but it's not. All right? These institutes are making money off of your donations, but we, we made sure that wouldn't happen. So that's yeah. free. So yeah. Um, but actually has an interesting, if you listen to maybe the, the Alexander Bella, you, my, my rambling introduction to that, you didn't, you probably don't listen. She doesn't listen to my podcast. <laughs> Every day is a podcast. Yeah. Oh, lucky me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lucky her. She has this great knack for tuning out anything that's <laughs> English. She just tunes out English. If it's in English, she doesn't hear it. So, um, <laughs> oh, he, he believes so, but <laughs> <laughs> she ignores me okay (laughs) i I would too anyway so um i was actually at a pharmaceutical company and you know and this pharmaceutical company that wanted to do an fshd program Mm -hmm. and they wanted to invest a whole lot of money into fshd and they were going to do it on frg1 and the rationale was that the frg1 mouse gets muscular dystrophy and the d4z4 mouse by silver's group was healthy Mm-hmm. Therefore, everyone studying Dux4 is wrong. That was the rationale. Now, these were not FSHD people. They were brilliant scientists, mm-hmm. Academy, National Academy of Science, basically the best scientists around, really yeah. great, smart people. Now, but they didn't know FSHD. And they didn't have any evidence for Dux4. There's no evidence for Dux4. The Dux4, I mean, there's like in the literature and stuff, but they're, you know, they're thinking, you know, the way neuromuscular disease works, mm-hmm. right? myotonic dystrophy you put into myotonic dystrophy mutation you get myotonic dystrophy yeah. uh, um duchenne you you give the, the dystrophin mutation in a mouse you get duchenne muscular all the you know basically you put in the mutation and you get the disease in, yeah. in fshd you put in the d4z4 and nothing happens mm-hmm. therefore it's not right 
And I said, well, let me show you something. Yeah. <laughs> and they had me in this conference. I pulled, I pulled this out and I showed them Takako's here's, here's, here's what happens when you turn on ducks for a little bit. And here's, and here's what happens over time. And here's, here's the phenotype and here's why, you know, you didn't get it in the D4Z, but in, in the flex mouse model that she created and I showed them. And at the end of that meeting, they were now doing a ducks for D4Z4 program. So yeah. ducks four is it. That's the therapeutic target and the rest is history. And um, they've been going on and, and focused on ducks four. And so that, you know, you think about it again, what, what, so what is the value of that, that of, was of the huge. donation? So you have to, that's the best $127,000 anybody has ever spent as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Yeah. And again, this is, again, remember, and this is, you know, we go to these things about, you know, everyone, you know, have their own opinion, mm -hmm. fund what you want, whatever. But man, you know, you want a centralized thing. Do you want a general contractor kind of mentality? Mm -hmm. You know what? Well, you know, when they're wrong, everyone's screwed. You know, I like the idea of multiple opinions, multiple options. Thank God we had the option. Thank God we had the option to go to Jennifer. And mm -hmm. well, honestly, thank you, June, for putting Jennifer in touch with us. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, and um, and thank you, Jennifer um, Burgess and Chris Carino for funding the mouse model yeah, and getting it done. Cool. Then yeah. thank you to um, the MDA, Muscular Dystrophy Association, mm -hmm. and NIH for allowing, giving us the money to characterize the model and get it out there. And, um, you know, it, it took a lot of effort to get this out there. And yeah. now, and and this is a model that um, therapeutically, I mean, we're doing MRI in this. I mean, everybody is using, I mean, a couple of labs have their own models, and that's fine. The Harper Lab's got a model, Kaiba Lab have a model, mm -hmm. whatever, they have their issues. But this is the model that everybody's using for preclinical therapeutic testing. This model is being used for biomarker discovery so that you don't have to have a biopsy when you do a clinical trial, mm -hmm. right? Serum, you know, these, these things. It's being used for all of these really important things to make get therapies faster and better. You want to talk about relieving bottlenecks. You know, it's easy to talk about that you're relieving bottlenecks. It's hard to do it. Yeah, yeah. Such a good model. Um, you know, the mouse, believe it or not, has uh, some uh, kind of personality <laughs> uh, depending on what line, you know, is and I'm this uh, this yeah. is ducks for expressing founder mouse is they're so chilled they're so mellow they they don't really maybe like you guys <laughs> <laughs> they don't bite me at all that's oh, work fighting is work man the dog, you know? <laughs> cutest line ever. and they're and they're doing and they're giving their all to help cure fshd mm -hmm. and yeah. you know we talked about animal research you know it's expensive and honestly we shouldn't have to do it but i mean you, to get a safe efficacious therapy to you, we need to do it in the, for this type of technology. Yeah. You just, you just, FSHE is such a strange disease. Now, just because it works in the mouse doesn't mean it's going to work in the clinic. Mm -hmm. You know, and there are other mouse, we're going to have a Xenograft model, is what we end up with. We'll, we'll talk about that another time because we're kind of mm -hmm. getting long. Actually, Bob yeah. Block's going to be on the show. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Bob yeah. Block, one of the great guys of, of the FSHD world. Yeah. Yes, I am negative. Actually, there are a lot of fantastic researchers, a lot of fantastic people out there. It just happens, just like with a Yelp review. You know, the people that are you get, you know, the angry ones are the ones that are loud, but there's a lot of a lot of good, a lot of good out there. And so, you know, getting back to our Princess Bride, you know, it's um, you know, it's got a happy ending. We mm -hmm. it was a it was a tough road. It was yeah. a tough, you know. It's and, just uh, uh, it's not just the making of the mouse for therapeutic purpose. This was uh, timing of this mouse was made, brought in so many pharma, you know, company to FSH so therapy. That's yeah. actually, that is a great point yeah. actually, because, you know, and I do remember talking, oddly enough, strangely enough to our, to our friend from the cafe, 
um, when working for a different company, um, about how do you get a pharmaceutical company interested in therapeutics? Mm -hmm. And and you have to have tools, yeah. right? And not having a BOUS model mm -hmm. actually got in the way of some companies from wanting to get into FSHD research or yeah. their technology because, you know, and then, and then you want to lower the cost barrier of that. Mm -hmm. And that's what we decided to do. We said, what can we do to get more companies into FSHD, yeah. make a mouse model that's good and then give it away. Mm -hmm. That's what you can do. Mm -hmm. How does somebody not fund that? Yeah. How do you say that you're, you're, you're how, do, how do you say we are going to do everything? Ah, screw it. I'm sorry. I don't want to end that. Like, but anyway, how do you not fund that? Come on, guys. Um, and it gets even better because um, a mouse is only 30 grams. Mm -hmm. I, don't know how, I don't know when I can tell them how much. Well, I, we'll go with me. What, what do you think I am? Eh, about 170 pounds. We'll go with that right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She's letting me go with that. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, and, uh, um, you know, so that's a big jump therapeutically. Yeah, yeah. I just told you you need an application. You just need to know mm -hmm. that you can do it, right? But mice actually you can do a lot to a mouse. Yeah. And they'll survive it. And yeah. You know, but conceptually, you could say there. So you need something in the middle. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Traditionally, the neuromuscular disease field uses dogs. Dog. Yeah. No way in hell are we oh, doing dogs. No, no way. No, no, no. I'm serious. I mean, you yeah. know, it's actually kind of fun. You know, she she works in all these mice. She's got a flying squirrel at home. <laughs> and so I mean, we we're true animal lovers. Okay, we we're animal lovers. We yeah, use we these as tools, well. but they get treated so well. And and whether you agree with it or not, it's necessary. We'd learn a lot mm -hmm. and it's going to get stuff to clinic. And actually just the fact that it has brought in pharma companies, mm -hmm. but you know what? The mouse wasn't good enough. And so we said, okay, what do you know, since we're can we now, now we know how to make it. Let's make any mini pigs. So cute. Oh, I know. They are, they are actually, <laughs> you know, mini pig. And so we're going to use Ingertogen mini pigs. Mm -hmm. These things are, um, they, they go to about the size of a golden retriever. They're mm -hmm. about two yeah. kilograms, I think, when they're born. They get up to about, uh, about uh, 35 kilograms, maybe 70 pounds. Yeah. And, and so how are we going to do that? So we actually made, put in the exact same genetic setup. We have the inverted Ducks 4 gene. And again, this is on the MyFSHD website under, you can see what it all looks like in the MyFSHD website under model organisms. The maps are all there. You can read about it and why we need it. And the idea is a lot of stuff still fails going from mouse, successful in mouse, but it fails in clinic. And a lot of the reason is dosing mm -hmm. and durability because even a safe efficacious dose in a mouse may not work when you scale it up to a person. So we wanted an intermediate. So we took everything that we knew and now Takako is making uh, the, the mini pigs. Yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it's working. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and again, we so 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 where do you go for funding for this? Well, what, what well, <laughs> let me tell you. We have a big thing. Well, there's, you know, there's um you know, our friend uh, our friendship Wilson um is a big player in this. Uh mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the Bill Lewis family, Bill and Duncan, Bill the third and his brother, the, 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 fan, the, the Lewis family came through and funded this. Um, FSHD Canada came through and funded mm -hmm. that. Right. Uh, and FSHD Global came through and funded that. Interesting, there's only one foundation that turned me down. We won't even mention them. But mm -hmm. There was one yeah, foundation yeah, that said, yeah. we do not feel a large animal model of FSHD is a priority. Yeah. That is the quote that I will remember. 
And um, so, you know, some people, you know, <laughs> I guess, you know, um, again, it's really good that we have good, good, smart, visionary people out there um, to get around the the, the roadblocks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and to help us get through that. It takes a long way. It's a hard thing. But this is the kind of stuff, you know, you guys ask, why does it take so long to get a cure? Well, there's a lot of things. We're just trying to make, this is just to make the tools. This is just to make the tools and the path we take. But now we got tools. So it's a happy ending. We got FSHD like mice that are ever all throughout the world being being cured of their FSHD so that hopefully we can cure you of your FSHD. Um, we have um, we've got mini pigs coming, hopefully. I mean, it's going to take a while. We actually don't know. I shouldn't really say too much because we don't really know if they're they look like they're working, but you know, this is mm -hmm. the early stages. We've only had a few litters. We're, we're still analyzing them, but fortunately there are enough people that understand the system. Um, some people they don't, but enough people that understand the value of this, that we have plenty of funding for this mm -hmm. actually. And, and that's fantastic. There are really, really great people in the FSHD community that are now, you know, did many people don't know you can fund labs directly. You notice that there's some name, right? You don't, you don't actually have to give money to donation. People have given our lab money directly because they they understand the value of some of the tools we're making. Again, we give these away. These are we're not patenting these. It's not like what's happening with the cell lines in some of these institutions where mm -hmm. people are monetizing your cells and keeping their keeping pharmaceutical companies out of it, the FSHG space. We are doing what it takes to bring pharma in. Yeah. So so you know I've told you before that we started a company called EpiSwitch RX. Um, Takako is a founder of that. Mm -hmm. Carice is a founder of that. Um, you know, we're horrible business people because we're helping the competition. <laughs> but it's all comes with you know different flavor. And, it's the right yeah, thing to do though so, too. Yeah, yeah. If we, whoever has the best technology exactly. wins. Not it's not we're not going back to our little uh, coffee shop, dude. It's not who has a lock on the tool so that their crappy technology can get to clinic. I think the best technology should win. Mm -hmm. Give everybody the tools and may the best technology. You know what? If our CRISPR inhibition is not the best thing, fine. If that means there's something better, great. Actually, that's not a good business mm -hmm. thing. But you know what? I think it's pretty good. Um, Antisense made the best Antisense. All the Antisense companies can have the mouse. Yeah. Made the best one win. Yeah. And they got all of the pigs too. We may can cure better, right? Cure it better. Yeah. And once <laughs> you get something in, we're going to fix it better. You've heard me say that before. Um, and so we're going to keep saying that. Because, you know, you can always cure it, but there's going to be non-responders. There could be, um, you know, maybe you have multiple therapies, you know, combinatorial stuff. Something mm -hmm. else, cell therapy. After we've cured FSHD, you want to get your muscle back, right? After the therapies, let's say, let, let's say lesmopamod does actually stop disease progression, but you don't get stronger. I don't know. We don't know. I'm just saying that hypothetically. How are you going to get, well, that's another thing that these models can be used for, cell therapy. Maybe now that Acceleron drug, the ACE83, maybe something yeah, like that maybe. comes back into yeah. play. Just say, hey, we stopped the destruction of Dux4. Now we have a model where we can stop the destruction mm -hmm. and test how to build muscle back. Maybe the pigs. That's actually one thing. Actually, I think that's one of the best things I think the pigs could be used for because of their size and the musculature is for how to get your muscle back because you're not going to get worse. That's good news. I want to get you better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's how the animal models can be done. You can't just start injecting people with stuff. Yeah, I know. It's uh, those research well, on the <laughs> <laughs> we those, know about that. Those are kind of 
okay, putting back the muscle or 3D printing or whatever, uh, easy to do in a teeny tiny little mus- you know, yeah, mouse. One millimeter, model. that's what they should yeah. we, we, we printed a muscle and you look at it and it's like it's, yeah, a, it's a freaking millimeter, man. Yeah, so maybe that's kind of, you know, useful for a mouse, but not for a human. For a mouse so, toe. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, you jammed your toe, Mr. Mouse. Here we can 3D print you a muscle and you're fine. And But you can't, you can't scale that up because you need nerves, you need vasculature. Mm-hmm. You need stuff, but there's going to be technology. You know, technology is always moving. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's mm-hmm. one thing that chips solve FSHD wants to fund mm-hmm. is this type of thing, right? And so this is actually a great again vision. The vision of the people that fund these models is beyond, um, just you know, just hey, we another mouse or another. What's the problem? The problem is you need a, a an in vivo system to test therapeutics, and you need mm-hmm. an in vivo system to understand MRI. That's another thing. People don't mm-hmm. fully understand the MRIs. And then you need an in vivo big system to do for cell therapy and to get your strength back. Yeah. I mean, this I mean, I mean, what 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 better use of funding other than actually having the cure? Mm-hmm. I mean, from a research standpoint, and, and the great thing about this, and this is why these individuals were interested in supporting us and the foundations with the vision to to do it um we're interested in supporting it when you're in when you're building tools mm-hmm. you're not you're not supporting crispr inhibition you're not supporting antisense you're not supporting small molecule you're supporting everything mm-hmm. right because we don't know what's going to work you know there's a dozen antisense companies out there which one's better i don't know but you're supporting them all by giving them all a tool to work with yeah, whether it's yeah. the mouse or the thing you know, which gene therapy? Is it going to be CRISPR inhibition? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be CRISPR editing? Is it going to be Scott Harper's RNAi? I don't know, but you know what? Everyone's going to have access to the tools. Mm-hmm. So by, by by supporting tool development, you're supporting everybody in the field, everybody in the world. I mean, I mean, talk about leveraging money, going all the way back to Jennifer and Chris and their, and their mm-hmm. um, initial investment in us, because the project's dead. If Jennifer says no, or if Chris says if she can't convince Chris and Chris Hughes to do it. I'll give them all the credit in the world because they listened to, you know, I, I told her and she told them, she convinced them and they all went with it. They never met us. Mm-hmm. And if that dies, I don't know the mouse ever exists. Yeah, We're stuck with these crappy Kaiba mouse and the, the heart, <laughs> really different, you know, whatever. No, but Very I mean, mouse, yeah. yeah, but I mean, this is, this is how it, you know, but this is also how I feel foundation funding should work. You have the flexibility. You don't need to go to committee upon committee, upon committee, right? I mean, you can, you know, that's what I love about, you know, going back to Dan and Carol Perez, going to the Friends of FSH. And I got to tell you, I, I, can't, I don't want to leave friends hanging. I did complain about this uh, individual and Rick and Terry took care of it. Um, they were unaware that this had gone on. So I don't hold the friend friends at all responsible. I think they were very embarrassed about it. They're still our favorite domestic, well, you know, friends and, and, and Chris Carino, yeah, we love great. them. Yeah. Um, FSHD Canada, you know, you have to have ethics around your scientific advisory board and, and, and mitigate conflict of interest. Yeah, I yeah. really appreciate all of them because they all have, have all been spectacular funders of our work. You know, we are very careful on picking who we work with and who we don't work with for reasons that should be pretty darn clear by now. Um, but I really appreciate the, the, how fast, I mean, a foundation be, should be fast. I know it should be. It should yeah. be, right? I mean, just, I except mean, one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. Or pretty fast, yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's like this. Here's a problem. Here's a solution. What do you think? Good, high impact. You evaluate it, and and you go. Yeah. I mean, speed. I don't know yeah. about you guys, but you wonder why I'm angry. Is I'm angry because it's going too slow too, and I'm I'm more angry than you because I know why it's going slow. Yeah. You don't know why. You know, ignorance is bliss, and I think there's an effort to keep you guys bliss, because that's that's a whole that's a fundraising mechanism keeping you bliss. Yeah. Um. You know what I. 
so I, you know, I don't mean to sound angry. I don't mean, we're just telling you how it is. This is the truth. It's hard work. We need financial support to do it. More than anything, you need the brains. I got that taken care of. You know, we you know, Takako, she, <laughs> let me tell you, she's, I mean, she, you guys are, yeah, I don't think people, people are shocked when I say, when I present your work at mm. meetings, okay. as a Takako did everything. They're like, they just did what, what? No, no, there should be like 18 people here on the acknowledgements. I'm like, no. So like, like with Carice with her CRISPR work, she did the CRISPR work. You did all the mouse work. You know, I mean, it's just kind of like, I mean, you're like a whole lab into yourself. Yeah, yeah. I can't afford you, actually. I can't afford <laughs> to pay you what you're worth. Well, it's fortunate that, you know, good funding, you know, situation. Well, now it's good funding yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't always that way. We're always, and again, yeah, you never know. Yeah. We're always five years away from being broke. Yeah. But we're, do, we're doing very well. But that's because we do good work. But also, it's very mm -hmm. important from, and again, when you're thinking about, you know, not everybody function. I'm just going to pat us on the back a little bit. Mm. Whatever. We give our tools away. Yeah, I think yeah. that's really important. Tools get old, so, you know. We're always making new tools, too. Yeah, but, yeah. but, I mean, you just you hoard it. And you, you know what? Yeah, no. the, the people that are hoarding the hoarding cells or hoarding things, mm -hmm. we just go around them. I've told mm -hmm. you in the past thing, I steamroll. I would rather steamroll. Go over them. And um, I, if I could get away with it. Um, but we go around them. You know what? You, mm -hmm. become, you become obsolete if you're going to not give your stuff away, not help people out. Yeah. But we, we do, you know, I mean, yeah, it should be used. And then, uh, I mean, yeah. car company, you know, know how much stuff we've done for free for pharma companies or at very far below cost. I mean, some of them don't, it, you know, where mm -hmm. they basically say, so here's an example of now what we do therapeutically to help the field. Again, we have a company and so we are horrible business people. A company will contact me and say, hey, we we want to get into the FSHD space. And but we don't you know, the problem is these companies have. They have boards that they have to go to that control the purse strings, purse strings, the money. Mm -hmm. And so how are you going to get them to start an FSHD program, rare disease? So they need some data. They have a molecule that might, maybe this is good for something, but they mm -hmm. don't really know. Maybe they've done a little bit of cell culture. So, so first off, sometimes they can't get a hold of the cells again, because the institutes are of such restrictive MTA. monetization yeah. on their MTAs. But let's say, but, but they can come to us. We're, we're fixing that problem. And they say, we have a molecule, um, we'd like to put it in your mice. Now, the problem is they have to buy the mice from Jackson Labs. Then they have to start a colony. Mm -hmm. They got to start breeding them. They got to buy the, the cream mouse. Mm -hmm. And then you breed it a year from now. They're going to now have some mice and they're mm -hmm. going to put their molecule in. And does it work? Does it not work? I don't know. Yeah. Know. Or we just say, tell you what, we'll put it into 10 mice, five and five, five control, five, you know, send it blind. Mm -hmm. Put the molecule into our mice. Well, we have the colony downstairs. Send it here. Um, we'll check it out. See if your molecule works. Send you back all the tissues. Mm -hmm. And if it works, now you can go to your bosses and say, hey, our, our, we, have an, we actually have a viable FSHD program because we have the data to show it. Now they can mm -hmm. buy the mice or we actually even sometimes send them the mice and they can start their colony because companies don't want to give us the information. But then the, now they can put 20 people on it mm -hmm. and do their preclinical program in a mouse colony because they now they know it's going to work and it's worth the investment. Yeah. So we've yeah. lowered the, the barrier to mm -hmm. getting into the FSHD space. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one of the great things that you have done. I, I would say that Takago has increased the the number of pharmaceutical companies working in FSHD because she made such a great model and gave it away. That you want to, you know, so you want to put another name? I know Takago. Takago Jones is the name you need. To, <laughs> she won't say that. She's very shy. No, no, I'm just. <laughs> I'm the head. She's the neck. And, uh, 
Well, well, but it's, it's great. Back in the 2010, remember in that the, there no company working on FSHD. Yeah, not, not when we moved from Illinois to Boston, and uh, really nobody. I think 2011, maybe one company show up in FSH Society meeting, and now oh, there is a one company show up. Yeah. And they started getting in. Well, once you know, Alexander had shown that Ducks Four existed, and then they, mm-hmm. then the that's right. The um, the unifying theory, the unifying model came out in what was it March of 2010. Mm. And uh, that's we, yeah, so yeah, it's a uh, yeah, Richard, you know, that excellent paper. I still I call it that the, as a Bible, <laughs> <laughs> there's tons of good information. I love that the supplemental data. This is people, Richard Lemmer's science paper, yeah, the unifying yeah, theory. Yeah, people yeah. don't really pay attention. I, I, tons of stuff now. Richard Lemmer is the guy, and that, yeah, that dude, he is yeah. the best the world's best FSHD genetics yeah. He's in Leiden university yeah. works with silver Vandemerall. There's another name. You know, I, I gave you, there's actually a lot of names you need to know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Richard Lemmers is, is one of, we'll do that at a different time, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. you know, that's, that's silver Vandemerall, of course. Yeah. Runa yeah. Frond, I, well, I mean, oh, George Padberg, oh, almost everybody in Leiden, frankly. Now you're sitting going to say, Oh, your list is so long. I don't need to know any. Uh, remember this, this name, this, this week, this week, Jennifer Burgess, Chris Carino, yeah. Takako Jones, um, <laughs> FSHD like mouse models, speeding therapeutics to clinic, um, relieving bottlenecks. Soon, yes. hopefully, soon we're going to have FSHD like mini pigs, mm-hmm. which are going to help with safe therapeutic dosing yeah. um, for like gene therapies. And 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 that honestly, I think Antisun should be going into it. Um, and uh, it's all because you know we and, and so yeah, it's you know it takes a long time. It's frustrating, but. Um, you should be happy. I hope you're happy that you have angry people because we, 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 we just don't stop. I mean, this, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, it takes a certain level of, I take, I take, I take this very personally. Maybe that's why I'm come across as so angry. and. Arrogant. Oh, it's good. It's a need to push the project forward because uh, I'm sometimes in a lab and then kind of be too patient. It's like okay, may walk or not walking great, but the may walk and they keep it doing, and then here comes Pete, it's not walking. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not walking, and then uh, okay, it's not working. Okay, well, let's fix change, it. let's fix it. Yeah, exactly. She fixes, she's a yeah, fixer. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm gonna go with see that the thing is hopeful. You know, I, I, I am very critical about my result, you know, how, how the result is actually. You know means um no you actually do amazing yeah critical i mean we're we are our own biggest critics I think. yeah 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 it, I, I think that's horrified. a great thing yeah. that the, you know working with pete and Carice and me and then all three pi you know all different i and then we have to convince ourselves actually this is a good result but i mean that, this that's is actually before this, this yeah. is something that's very fortunate you know you know Carice uh Hameda, who does the crispr work is one of the best when it comes to muscle gene regulation. I think she's the best there is out there in the world, training wise. Mm-hmm. It's really helped us. Takiko, world expert on now on the mouse models and all of this, and model development, and actually ducks for expression. I would think, you know, I mean, I, I don't know what I'm good at, but I'm good at I'm, I'm, critical, you know, yeah. big picture, critical yeah. stuff thinking yeah. on where, where to go. But we always, you know, the three, it's like three really, you know, three PIs, three principal investigators mm-hmm. that are, are singularly focused on FSHD. Mm-hmm. And and trying to get stuff done, and we we are our own biggest critics. I mean, I truly we we would be yeah. horrified if we ever published something that was not correct. 
I know. Because yeah. we were sloppy. Now, you know, mm-hmm. our interpretation might be wrong. Mm-hmm. But the data and the science was, was properly powered, analyzed by three people looking at, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and we just... You know, it, it's funny, you know, just kind of going a little bit off the, you know, talking, talking, I would think Sakura's a little bit mean. I would say not everybody, but, you know, in lab, but what they don't understand. And the same reason that people think I'm angry. We're just extremely serious about this. And we take this very personally. And get the answer. Mm-hmm. When people screw up, we understand mistakes happen. But just mm-hmm. fix it. When it's nothing personal, just just suck it up. Let's fix the mistake. That's the only thing that matters. And people, they always want their damn eh, worry about their feelings or whatever. Yeah, I know. It's a... But you know what? I'm worried about getting the right end. That that mm-hmm. that was just fix the problem. Yeah. You're you're better than that than anybody I've ever seen. Actually, <laughs> really, no, seriously, about fix. Yeah. No, I mean, what's the problem? Let's fix it. That doesn't matter. Now I'm not going to hold a grudge. You, she does not hold a grudge. I hold a grudge. She holds. Yeah, me. I'm very open. <laughs> <laughs> I only hold grudge when people wrong me. I actually I forgive mistakes all the time. You know, um, yeah, I actually do, but um, I've, I've got I've mellowed in my old age, but but you know, fix the problem. Yeah. Right. Problem yeah. solving. That's what science is: is problem solving, mm-hmm. and and good science is is solving impactful project problems. Mm-hmm. That's why we feel blessed to work on FSHD. The fact that our work, you know, your diagnostic is helping so many people around the world. Yeah, your mouse cool. model is helping so many people around the world. If we were working on something insignificant, you can still do great science, but who cares? Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I just feel, we feel very fortunate. I don't know you feel very fortunate. I, yeah, I, mean, I yeah. did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we'll talk about our diagnostic at some other time. We've already kept you long enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, actually, this is a Sunday afternoon. We're recording this on a Sunday. You wonder when do we get worried? Well, this is what we're doing with our Sunday afternoon. We're going to. Well, we're going to hit the duck pond and take some pictures, see if any migrating birds. You know, we saw our yeah. first hummingbirds today back oh, on the yeah, patio. Oh, yeah, already, yeah. A couple hummingbirds came by the patio and um, grabbed mom Sunday dinner mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. go have dinner. And, uh, yeah. you know, we got a life. Yeah. If you call kind that a life. A couple hours. We have a full of life. Yeah. Anyway. This is what we're doing. We're happy, you know, feel free to ask any questions, you know, on comments. Uh, hell, feel free to hate us. Keep hating on us. I don't care. But you know what? We're, we're going to help you anyway. And I remember Dan telling me, he's like, you know, you're going to have to force these people to take a cure. There's still going to be some people that are mad at you because, you know, it's an angry crowd. He was angry, like an old man returning soup. Anyway, you know, the six-fingered man is still out there, um, you know, uh, anyway, so... But you know the 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 man you know the the good guys won. The moral of the story is the good guys won, well, and and everybody and um the the kingdom was saved and uh, yeah you know anyway. All right, so I'm gonna grab my hyacinth powder next time I run. Well, no, don't worry about that. You know who you are. Um, <laughs> don't worry about that. And we'll sign off and we'll say you know ne- you know we got Chip coming up. Chip Wilson is gonna be yeah, with us on the next uh, long on the next Wednesday podcast. Uh-huh. Chip, Chip has done a lot behind the scenes that you guys don't know about. He funds a lot of stuff. Chip, in my opinion, is a visionary as well. It's not just a black stretchy pants. It's not just black stretchy <laughs> pants. That's exactly right. You know what? You need people with vision, and um, thank God we got uh, we got some of that in here. Jennifer, yeah. Chris, um, a lot of the a lot of the people. Anyway, yeah, we'll catch sucks. you all later, and uh, we're gonna leave you. Remember, we got the. We got the Jagger and his uh, sign-off music, and uh, we'll uh, we'll uh, tune in later. All right, thanks a lot. See you, everybody. Bye. See ya. <laughs>